I'm like, I'm too hungover to Uber Eats anything. Like, I don't want to fucking live right now. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah, that I'm, age, uh, but I I'm feel pr- it too. You'll get there, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but you're, what are you, where, where are you at? I'm, I'm 43. 41. 41? 26. Yeah, it only gets better. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I don't you like get hear about and... your hangovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so hungover. I like went to work and I didn't feel anything. <clears throat> and then drank again night. and forgot about it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> those, those are my hangovers. I'm probably, if I'm a little bit hungover during the day, I'm like, all right, I just got a drink tonight. I monitor my like. I have to kind of plan shit. Like I have to plan like ahead of time if I think I'm there's a chance I'm going to be hungover. I'm like, oh, I can't have nothing to do that day. I can't have anything to do the next day because I know I'm not going to want. Especially if I yeah. stay up late. Ugh. Yeah, the day you have to plan your drinking like a couple a week in advance. I do, but as you get older, you actually start planning things better. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah. Bunch of dudes uh, in the bunch, bunch of dudes, dudes yeah. in the man cave doing the best Valentine's. Here's day Here's a dumb question: possibly. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. So if uh, the, the hangovers, um, yeah, man, <laughs> I was. I literally remember I was around 20, in my 20s, I would drink like a whole handle of fucking Jack Daniels and I would be up for work at, at 7 a.m. the next yeah. morning, oh, yeah, fully yeah, functional, yeah. like fine. I can relate. And no one else thought I was fine. They would yeah. go, you look real bad. And I was like, I feel great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's always, that was me like a month ago. And then Tennessee. I think 28 or 29, the universe had 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 told me I'd had enough of that. So yeah, my mine was once I crossed thirty, I started noticing you know not bouncing back is is hard. When I crossed forty, I was like, I don't know why I even leave the house. And I, now I, like I, I seriously thought about hanging it up just because the hangovers become a two to three day aftermath. I do lose yeah. a, I do lose a day. For, the fact I, that I, I'm like here talking to you guys after the the punishment. I put in last night with whiskey <laughs> is a miracle. Well, it sounds nostalgic. Yeah, now. I mean, it's a Valentine's Day weekend. You can't. You can't cat. You, you I get, didn't you even do the. Out. I didn't even do the. Fuck her. I don't need her drinking. Like I was like, you know, it was like just literally like I'm at the bar slapping, yelling about why Rocky, th- uh, why Creed could arguably be the best Rocky movie, and then I'm quoting the wrong Rocky movie yeah. to support my <laughs> argument. You know, and then it was like a thing where I'm like, yo, I was like, dude, I go, I don't, I go, that sounds like I sound like stallone right like don't just say it because we're drunk and he's like no bro you sound then but no i was just that the validation <laughs> was there so you got to keep going oh yeah. when you're dry, oh, yeah you, you, you got to i know that's why i don't do coke because i'm sure if i did coke it would be that but times 10 where i was like oh no dude yeah you totally look like jason momoa man totally yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you want to fight <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like it's like oh yeah your cock is definitely 19 inches yeah. long you're the greatest thing ever how yeah. long are your baths <laughs> i like uh yeah i don't I coke scares the shit out of me because, and we can swear, right? Yeah. Fuck okay. Yeah. This is not a family Christian family um, show. I think of it as a, <laughs> yeah. a dif- dysfunctional it is family. Sunday. If it yeah. is, we don't <laughs> give Sunday. a fuck. <laughs> it is Sunday. The yeah. Lord's Day, please. Yeah. Uh, please. No, like I, I, I am terrible with weed. Like I can't enjoy weed. Me too. I want to enjoy. It's all paranoia. Yep. It, me dude, too. It's, Whatever anxiety I never had all balls up at once when I smoke it. But yeah. <laughs> I say awful. that to say this. So like when I like so I'm like, okay, if I don't like the shit that slows me way down, that's supposed to calm me down, the shit that speeds me way up. Yeah. Probably would be would probably ruin my fucking life. It'd be the worst enemy. Yeah, I because, got no interest in that. Yeah, either. like I already talk about myself enough in circles without the aid of white smelly you like i don't white smelly things like it's yeah like and then like i've been around enough people that do it and there's some people that have a black belt in it and they're like 
Like, well, I'll, I'll, you, you're fine with this. And then there's people yeah. that it destroyed their life within weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it is fucking weird because I do. I know, I know both sides of that, both sides of that spectrum. One that did it and they took it and it never let go of them. Other ones who have four kids and just like kind of do it like every week. And yeah, it yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, we got a, uh, we got a, the, the sitter is there for another two hours, just one more bump and yeah. then we, like, yeah, one more bump. Like, Come on, let's be responsible. But those people are definitely they got something, something's up. They don't like if I've, I I li- I dated a girl who just did cocaine all the time and at first it was happy. <laughs> then I stopped doing it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? She's like yelling for no reason. I was like, what's going on? She's like, oh, uh, I didn't pay my Netflix. What the fuck is wrong with you, Brian? And I'm like, I think I need to get out of this. Maybe she just was Jewish like I am and she just yeah, very self punishing. <laughs> like, she was you not. Sure she much- just wasn't like, you know, like dealing with some horrendous guilt or. Yeah, like- well, I asked her. She's like, no, I just love cocaine. And I was like, okay. I'm a pretty honest guy. I'm like, is there something wrong? But also people lie, so, I mean, I could be wrong completely. People, a lot of people lie about cocaine. But then a lot mm-hmm. of people just are very upfront about it. And so, I mean, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I, yeah. I don't judge such things. That's if true. it doesn't fuck up your life and you're not fucking up your family or other people's lives, then do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. There's people I know that have recreationally done heroin, which I don't know how that's a thing. <laughs> That's mind blowing. It's like a, it was like there's like three people in history that have been able to re- recreationally do heroin for years, and it's like Keith Richards and Iggy Pop. Yeah. And then I've had friends. I didn't even. They literally did it. Every once in a while, like I have a cheat day or something. Yeah. It was crazy. Imagine being telling someone, "Yeah, I microdose on heroin." That's so, it sounds it's so such ridiculous. A weird, it's such a weird like. Uh, I've just never heard anyone be like, hey, "I did heroin. It was all right." I mean, I don't. It's it's <laughs> also not something. Obviously, people would probably be volunteering. Yeah. Because um, that's it, then when you get into that world, which is not a world I'm near at all. It, yeah. it, it, it gets scary. Obviously. Yeah. I that's a fucking heroin. No, I don't do. I don't even want to stop by that world. If that. No. No, it has a tendency to sort of eat everything alive that's around it. it yeah. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. So. That just you know, reminds me of the I, crack documentary that's on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, crack is also, from what I hear, not great for most people. Yeah. The, the dogs are ruining the recording. Roscoe, shut up. <laughs> I have that effect on animals and humans. No, it's it's probably, it's not their fault. I'm sure somebody walked by. With a Pop-Tart or something. No, they just walked by. Oh. <laughs> fucking bark at everything. And oh, Roscoe's but, getting older, so he's, he needs to establish dominance every single time. <laughs> I got my dog's nuts removed the other night. How was that? I mean, I wasn't watching it, but it, <laughs> it, it appeared to go great. <laughs> he did. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, did you do it, or did you record it, or something?" Yeah, I was like, like, yeah, I asked the vet if they could put his like a camera on it and zoom, like I could watch it via Zoom or whatever. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it was like dropping my car off at the shop because because COVID, like they're they basically line up everybody at the beginning of the day to drop their dogs off, and then they're like pick up two thirty, and I was like, okay, and then they call me literally a half hour later, and they're like, "Oh, your dog's done." I was like, is it, is it <laughs> His fine? nuts are done. <laughs> is it more fine? Than one. They're like, yeah, just come through when you can. So, like, I mean, I got up. At, I don't I don't operate at what you'd call normal adult hours. So, like, I had to get up at 7 to drop him off, which was, like, a Herculean feat for me. Yeah. And then he was back home by, like, 9. And uh, not nearly sedated enough as I thought he would be. So then I just had a dog I had to put a cone on and chase around the house for the better part of my work day. <laughs> That's an adventurous day. Like, yeah, the, the dog's done. Come pick it up. And then it just has a fucking cone on its head. And you're just like, yeah, everything's normal now. I you, don't... Didn't, you didn't lose your nuts. <laughs> We're just going to love each other still. Taking care of a dog, like, I don't... It, you're constantly being 
I'm constantly in fear of being scolded by the internet about how to raise my dog because I get yeah. scolded by the internet on how to raise my fucking 12 pound wiener dog. Yeah, the internet's in a, a scary fucking place with that. You can do anything and they'll hate you. I, I luck somehow for being an obnoxious idiot have gotten away with not getting scolded. But yeah, when when a dog enters the equation, it's 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 um you're gonna put like little booties on that dog when you're taking him outside. And I was no. like, what? <laughs> I guess it, it's a dog. And it's like, it's 8 in the morning, and I just took a video because he jumped in the snow for the first time, and yeah. he's pooping. <laughs> you're like, you should really put a sweater on that dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's really inappropriate that you're not. I go, all right. I go, I was like, I, I get it. I, all right. Okay. All right. And I'll avoid the hack Karen bit but it's, yeah but it's because uh, that same person does horrible things throughout their this day was a, a lot of people this was like i've done things where like i'll i'll drop their grenade into a timeline and just expect reprisal yeah just be just because of whatever yeah not nothing nothing i post a cute video of me dropping my dog into a foot of snow and it's like everyone does that i don't know i mean well, well i mean it's just saying like oh my dog's gonna Experience snow for the first time. Throw them in or just take a video of them running through it. Yeah, they, they, mean, yeah they'd be best with hooves or something. But. It's, it's overwhelmingly always pretty good. He, 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 my dog gets very good. Um, he's received well beyond the occasional someone DMing me about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can't relate. Uh, no one really cares <laughs> when my dogs do anything. And uh, yeah, I, people they're care very people cute. do your stuff. Yeah. But it's I, just it's what we're I think we got eighty five episodes. The only the only backlash we've ever gotten have been from incels. Like we got an our like a YouTube argument with like an incel that was who didn't awesome. understand our Go episode. On. <laughs> yeah, that was that that literally was well sorry, we're like ten minutes in, we've talked about nuts and heroin. Let's actually talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm I'm, I'm lubed up. Now that you're ready, Yeah, he's lubed. Now that you're nice and ready to go, now that you're warm. Uh so our guest, uh, Aaron Seacrest, but you go by OK Pants to most of the world. Yes, uh, to 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 the modern internet audiences, I am OK Pants, which is my social media handle, my website URL, and then my nickname for more than half my life has been Pants. Where that come? I I did read about, it, but where did the name come from? Because you have uh, you had it for it's like It's the least years. interesting story ever, to the point where it like disappoints people. But it's the, okay. the God's honest truth was I went to art school at Cleveland Institute of Art, and one I was like three hundred pounds, just a weird obese kid with dreadlocks, wore jinkos because it's the <laughs> late nineties, and uh, some a buddy of mine, like just a behemoth of a guy, like six eight, just a, he like a giant, just comes out to me one day. He walks up to me, apropos of nothing between classes and points, but he just goes, your name is Pants. And then just me being aware of what I looked like and how, like, my virginity was never going to end, I go, I suppose this is an upgrade for me yeah. from Aaron to being known as Pants because it just kind of fit at the time, <laughs> and then it just followed me into... It followed me through art school. It followed me into adult life in the bridge created to that through like hardcore bands and stuff. Yeah. So here we are. And I don't really, I'm not rich enough to demand that everybody call me pants. So you can pick between Aaron and pants. 
I like I like pants. I also like pants. That's the one I've actually heard the most. I actually had to look your name up because when I was talking to other people who <laughs> knew you, like when I was talking to Tony and when I was talking to Ryan at Black Hat, they all called you pants. Yeah. I was like, fuck, yeah. I gotta look this up. It, Wait, or, <laughs> how do those okay, so so how do those names follow because okay so you had pants you know when you were in art school and then i found out is if that's not a dumb enough nickname there's other people in the world with a nickname pants yeah so then i i know it's gauche to give yourself a, a nickname i gave myself a last name pants pantsley pants pants <laughs> right <laughs> that's like so someone that, that puts a, of... an outfit on like their build-a-bear <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. that is. Yes. you can just start like an online war too you can yeah. just go highlander style there can be only one man yeah. there's too many of them <laughs> there's just too many of them so me being a branding guy i just sort of put a little dollop little frosting on top you're in art school you're like I'm, this is my art bitch yeah, of yeah uh, you know what it, it is i'd be lying if sometimes i like didn't look in the mirror and go yeah, you're like a 41-year-old dude. Pants, <laughs> pantsly. But it's also like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I decided to become an artist for a living, and it's it's a life without compromise. Yeah. And it's like I made the decision that this is the direction I'm going in. That's very accurate about like what you just said. Like, you got to compromise. There's some things that you just do, and you get, you have to accept it. That Not only is that a part of like whatever character or something, but... Like the, the art does reflect life, so they do mirror each other. Does that make sense? Or am um, I getting too deep on this? No, you're not getting too deep. I I just think, I I don't I don't take, I take my craft seriously. But at the end of the day, to me, it's just drawing fucking pictures. Yeah, like it's to 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 for me personally to try to get too deep about what I'm making. Yeah eats away at it i can't do anything with it yeah so the best shit in my estimation that i've ever come up with has felt very um like it just kind of fell out of me yeah and it's fell into place um so yeah i mean like you should have i mean people should have deep connections to art and get real heavy into it but for me you know it's like I think of it like a dude that works at a diner that's worked at a diner for 20 years. Yeah. He's made probably th millions of omelets. Yeah. You know, and he's just, he's so lost in the making of it and he's so muscle memory to all of it that it doesn't really, he doesn't really realize how great it, the thing he is doing. You had a really good omelet that you looked at one time. You're like, I wish I could eat this that's one. That's me. Like, I sit shirtless looking at all my art and I go, look at how fucking great all this is. Like, look at these monuments to myself. Yeah. Well, it is hard to pause. <laughs> it is hard to pause at that shit because they, like anyone in life, they just want to keep moving. They, If you love something, you just keep doing it and you want to get better at it. You can't. But at that yes. level, it's hard to look. It, it is very hard to look you back cannot, and appreciate I, it. I don't think it, it, it's too hard to step step aside and just look at it and try to gaze upon ye creation yeah because that's when you begin to stagnate mm -hmm. and it is it's just sort of like you just got to keep it's like the finding nemo movies gotta keep swimming it's yeah like, if you don't if you want i can't think of a more cliche thing to to, to say about but it's it, accurate it doesn't i mean that's i was gonna say I, I was like you just gotta be like a shark man you gotta always be moving man yeah. or you fucking <laughs> die <laughs> You don't get enough alpha brain in you, bro. You're not gonna be the king of the ocean, dude. Just have, just keep eating and have two other big guys next to you the whole time. If you're gonna yeah. take anything away from this interview, I'm a shark. I'm a fucking shark, yeah. and I keep moving. <laughs> yeah, I keep on moving, bro. I was okay with the shark analogy too, because when you went to the Nemo, I was like, actually, if you go to uh, 
what was it, Deep Blue Sea? I'm pretty sure they said that too. Sharks have to keep swimming or they die. I would have been fine with that. Yeah, yeah. No, well, you talk, I, I can see what you're saying, though. Like, you know, especially if it's, you don't want, you're going to have success. You've had success with it. It's something you keep doing. At the same time, you maybe don't want to take it too seriously because then maybe it's not, then maybe it becomes more of a job. Um. Yes, and yes, and 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 in terms of it becoming a job, it be it 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 loses its enjoyment. Sure. I suppose. It, it, like I don't like calling what I do a job. You know, my mom and dad worked jobs. Yeah. You know, they were like accounts payable clerks and cops, and 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 to me, it's like every time I work on stuff, I'm just like, this isn't fucking. Like, what is this? Like, it's like, you know, like when COVID started, I was like, well, I was like, I better take out like three more lines of credit because no one needs what I do. Yeah. It just, it's not essential work in my opinion. Um, but I think that's the attitude that I take is why it continues to, to be successful. Yeah. I just wait for the bottom to fall out all the time, which is maybe not a healthy attitude to take. But to me, it's like the second you start taking it too seriously or you start thinking the world you're entitled to the world's attention and money for what you do it's over it's about that balance yeah if you want to work in a creative field and you or you want to be an actor an entertainer an artist comedian it, it you don't get a seat at the table like you're building your own table yeah kind of trying to tell the world like hey come look at my table yeah. it's got five legs not four i don't mm -hmm. know why but here because i wanted it's, to do it it's a sturdy table <laughs> <laughs> I, i've been doing stand-up for about four years and i completely fucking agree with that because i do get i mean i'm obviously not a big shot or anything but I, i'm a I, I i my dream is to be a working comedian mm -hmm. like as full time you know but but even that like i can't i can't over i can't manifest that too hard because I also want to see everything in my in my in my personal life be all right. Like I'm not gonna try to make everything bad. Well, what do you mean in your personal life? Like, like? so I sometimes I get lost in it. Like once I get, I'll be oh I need to be this big comedian, big comedian, big comedian, blah blah blah, and I kind of like push things aside. Which oh, is okay. Like, you, like relationships and shit. Yeah, like relationships. Just oh, I ruined shit, like three job. of those because of my career. Yeah, and yeah. It keeps, and I know it's going to keep <laughs> happening, but I focus on not doing. Oh it. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not hopping up on any cross, but I have sacrificed the most important relationships I had in my life, not on purpose, but looking back, I go, oh, like because this thing, I was so I was so driven to make this thing work yeah this all suffered mm -hmm. it was never like get away from me woman i must draw like it was yeah. it was just like you when you look back on all the little things and the decisions you made you're like fuck and do i regret that no but yeah. it's just that's how it went mm -hmm. um and and it's it's thinking about like i've just like since i was little I just always had it in my head. I was like, your parents work jobs they clearly don't want to work. Like They don't look like they're having fun, but they're doing this so I can do this thing. Mm -hmm. So every time I don't want to work, quote-unquote work, you know, fucking email a client back late or do this or that. Like I was like, like yeah, you're going to do it because it's like this is, the, this is what's invested into you. So you can fucking – you can at least – do this for another hour you can go fucking you know pay these taxes you don't want to pay or do like the minimal things that you consider headaches relative yep. to your career but yeah i mean like if if you want 
you know, also four years in, in the world of comedy, you know, you're just getting started. You're yeah, barely, totally. you know, you're just, the most successful comedians and the people I look up to are like, they didn't, they were around my age when they just started bearing fruits, so to speak, in terms yeah. of money and, and opportunities and shit like that. Yeah. But, A lot yeah. of the greats, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. Like, Burr, like I think Burr, for example, he wasn't like 26. Pat, yeah, Pat Oswalt, like Kyle Kinane, um, Louis C.K., mm-hmm. uh, Berea Bamford, like Sarah Silverman. Well, not Sarah Silverman, but like my point is like they were like late 30s before they were cruising and they were like literally just doing that and they didn't have to worry about where their rent money is coming from six months ahead of time. Like yeah, it was, that's true. I think that's the, like those, you know, those general global benchmarks for what's conceived as con- considered success. And like, there's so, an accuracy to it though. Yeah. Because when you get out of, you know, you're, you're still at the age, God, I feel old. You're still at the age. <laughs> <laughs> this went from an interview just to uncle pants. <laughs> <laughs> Guidance counselor. Go get me some more Werner's originals. Yeah. Um, stay no, like, away from blow. Stay away yeah. from heroin. <laughs> <laughs> get my get my hemorrhoid donut. You're gonna lose relationships. <laughs> Look Jesus me in the eye. Christ! Oh God, oh, that's, some, that's some real <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, but like, so you're 26. So like, when I was 26, I was literally on the last gasp of like, if I can just get in this one band, I think we could get on Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. I think we, I was like thinking in those terms because I was like. Soon as it's like twenty nine hits, dude, it's over, and then you got to go <laughs> fucking wrangle carts in a Walmart parking lot for the rest of your life. But you realize when you get in your thirties, there's no rules to anything, and there's no unless you want to be like on MTV's The Real World. There's no you're not missing anything. You're just building. You know, yeah. it's it's like a lie that's that you convince yourself of in your twenties that you must make all your, you must be as viable and as relevant as possible because it all goes away. Yeah. Well, it's also, I think, cause I had the same thought, like I've been, been in bands when I was like in my, I think 22 when I was in my first band. Yep. I was like, it's fucking awesome. Yep. I'm like, oh my God, we were proud. I, we treated it like a job, but we'd like, we were practicing five nights a week for like two hours a night. Then we'd have some drinks. I'm like, man, this is my fucking life. Well, because labels, labels were still a thing and getting sure. signed was a thing around then where it was like, you know, you could, there was like a, a model to follow yeah. that you could do that. Well, that was the hot period too. And like a lot of like, that was the time when independent bands, like they were on the boom. What kind of band was it? Uh, Just like rock, like rock, hard rock. You rock. punk? No, nah, not as much punk. More like alternative rock. Oh, okay. Like Foo Fighters. Yeah, but better. I'd say better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no, we, 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 no, we kind of went through the same thing. You know, we yeah. were like, uh, uh, for the most part, like I was really good friends with a guitar player and he brought me in and then, you know, the, I got along, we all got along really well. We we're all good friends, which made it even more fun. Like it wasn't like a chore. And then, you know, like then the first guy dropped off because, you know, he went into the Navy. I'm like, you know what? We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine because I was yeah. still in my head. Then I got to like twenty six, and I was like, I feel like it should have happened by Clock's now. Clock's ticking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like when I was still in the band, I was in a band. I think I was like thirty one when I finally probably stopped. Yeah. And it even it, and this isn't not that there's anything wrong with it because I still don't think that there isn't now. But at the time, I was like, I probably shouldn't still be doing this because my age was in my head. And then yeah. it, it didn't dawn on me like I can still just work and do this on the side and have a lot of fun and still like create, play music and all this kind of shit. And I I started getting to the point I'm like I'm just too, I'm too old to be doing this now. That mm-hmm. the, the, you saw that once you see the timeline, it's, it's a cut like, off. Yeah, yeah, you, you're hurting yourself mentally. No, because you lose sight of. You just lose sight of what's important. You, yeah. Like, you speaking generally, it's just like, 
if you're just doing it for fun and you're just doing it because you love it, you'll do it until the day you die or exactly. you lose interest in yeah. it. And like yeah. I was the same, I was like the same way with it. It was like, you know, I was 22. That was, I think my first band, I was like 20. And it became my identity and it became just my everything. And yeah. then I'd never been in love with anybody before. So I fell in love with that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when that went away, I was like, oh shit. I was like, so that's what like get get heartbreak is like. I was like, because this yeah. was like two thousand three or four. So this is like the boom of like emo slash metalcore slash hardcore. And we the band I was in was kind of all those things. Yeah. We're your classic promising local band. You yeah. know, <laughs> we draw two hundred people to a show. Right? <laughs> like you know, the head of this label heard us, and and yeah. and, and it, it. I think like it just was like the right right time. Where I was like, man, this shit might line up. I go, this is like, could happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, I've become the most stereotypical garden variety band dickhead dude. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's like you fall in love with it, and you have to for it, for it to work on any level. And in, in a sense, and I'm not just talking about making money or becoming rich or famous. Like it's like you have to become immersed in it. Yeah, you have to become intolerable in a way. Mm -hmm. to how much you are connected to it. regular like a lot not regular people but yeah the nine to five they don't i don't i think i feel like a lot of those people don't understand no they don't well yes and no i like, think like they i think it was easy as a as a 22 year old so like i was a fat dreadlocked guy around 18 or 19 and then I discovered the Atkins diet. So I lost like 70 pounds. And Hell then yeah. I bleached my hair. And then I got a couple <laughs> tattoos. And then before I knew it, I was like, oh, if you say you're just in a band, not only do you drink for free, but, but women that work like in offices or don't understand how band works, just assume you're in like Godsmack or like yeah. a Metallica level <laughs> band. Like they don't, under, they don't understand you're still living with your parents. Yeah, yeah. And I don't you know will never God, be a God success. Smack is the best example. They don't understand that struggle. Just like it's like yeah. 2002, right? So like what's the biggest thing? They're like, oh, I was just watching yeah, MTV. I'm like, oh, no, you probably missed that. And us. there's like a, like I'm not saying this to look down on anybody but there's i think when people that don't create or do stuff for a living or they're not artists or musicians they see that they just like they they respond to it in such a way because they're like oh this person's making something and there's like a respect extended there i wish i could do that and i'm not just talking about because i was just some dickhead in a bar with dumb t a couple dumb tattoos that like you know like some some chick that works at like um, a Veda salon or whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, what's up with Bono over here? Yeah. <laughs> what's, up, what's, up with, what's up with Highland Heights Bono? Yeah. You know, what's up with Bono? <laughs> well, sometimes the reality, because it's a, it's a reality thing. It's like, I, well, I don't work a nine to five, so I, you know, I could visualize what that life's like, but I actually don't know what it's like because I don't live that life. But the same thing, it's like, uh, there's a reality, like when you're in a band, comedian, you know, artist, like it's it's seen as black and white when i i believe the area is all gray i think in 2021 because the internet's kind of made everything accessible there's less of a an allure it's graying out like behind it. the scenes right everyone like everyone kind of knows what goes into it I yeah. Think yeah even 10 years ago people just there was still like that curtain that wasn't pulled back to how records got made or how comedians did shit yeah. or how movies got made. 
Yeah. But now that anybody technically can make a movie on their phone or you can, you know, YouTube comedy or tweet a joke. Yeah. It's become democratized. You know, there's still massively successful people that even I, like, I'm like, shit, that's fucking crazy. But yeah. I, get, I don't know where I'm going with that. Point. Well, no, yeah, there's more insight now. Well, there's a, more, yeah, there's more insight totally. than is that insight going to lead to, and it probably will because I think it already has oversaturation of all of it, where I, I think there's too much of it now. Yes. Um, there's <laughs> way, way, everyone's... Thanks, a, TikTok. Everyone's a SoundCloud rapper. You know, everybody well, is... Well, no, no you know, offense to you guys. I've, you know, there's a million podcasts. No, oh, there's no, a no, billion no, no. podcasts. I'm not, I'm not even... Not even f- fucking but, up. yeah, like... I'm, but that, it's funny you say that, because I'm not even fucking about when I say this. Like, about two, three weeks ago, someone reached out to me, and they were, they were talking like, uh, I want to start a podcast, can you help me? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's... Do you have Wi-Fi? Okay, you're halfway there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it's not... I started, I, I I started doing it because it's fun. You get to we met a lot of cool people, and it's easy. It's not you can just start doing it. But in this person's mind, they're like, "Yeah, I, uh, I got some pretty awesome stories." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I have awesome stories too. I still work, go to my job every day." Though. <laughs> like, but let's your it's like there's a thousand more that pop up every day. There's nothing wrong with it. But it, there, there, there's the understanding on my side, and eventually on this person's side, that you're not going to be able to quit your job. Someone that. I'm not saying it's wrong to ask for help, but like anybody that's going to ask a podcaster, a designer, how to do something, they're never going to fucking do it. Yeah. They just want someone else to know that they want to do it. It's there's, I believe it's Sarah Silverman. There was a story where like anytime someone would ask her how to become a comedian, she just go, you'll never do it. (laughs) She just, and I'm grossly paraphrasing this, but it's like, you know, the long and short of it is like, you'll never going to, if you, don't go to Google. You can literally figure out how to do anything in the world. You, you don't need a stranger's help. Like I had some dude I barely ever talked to in high school, and no one ever asks me about it. how do I do what you do. But like he, he messaged me and he goes, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting into this graphic design shit, man." So like, what's up? I go, and he caught me in the middle of a of a bad streak. Yeah. And I'm never a shitty to people. I go, here's what's up. I go, go broke about nine straight times, get divorced, ruin two of your relationships, um, and then come back to me. Oh, and also um, just draw nonstop for like six straight years and then um, teach yourself all this software <laughs> and do it Do it for 20 years and then, then you could possibly be dabbling in graphic design. Yeah. Good luck with it. Oh, in colored pencils. Good yeah. colored pencils. <laughs> but I was like, you know, like, it's like, I don't ever make it personal, but I, like, just thought about it. I go, I was like, man, I go, you're 41. I'm 41. Yeah. You know, you, it's like, I would never walk into strong style, like an MMA gym, and just walk up to, like, one of the dudes, and be like, you know, like, I've, I've been told I could, like, throw some hands, man. So, like, how do I get into this MMA shit? Yeah. Like, I'd get fucking thrown. At 41. <laughs> I would get thrown and mounted in seconds, and they'd be like, just do that. Like, like go train eight hours a day, six yeah. days a week for years. And even then, yeah. you're 20 years behind. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's... it's the, I missed, I mean, you're wearing a jiu-jitsu shirt, so I assume you you guys are MMA fans, heads. Uh, yeah, I'm an MMA fan. Yeah. I've been doing jiu-jitsu for like six years. Yeah, so it's like, you know the classic, I kind of miss early UFC because it would draw the stupidest people out of the woodwork where it would be uh, that last call discussion. Like, no, seriously, so like, 
If you got like the, the weakest dude in the UFC, I think I got a shot. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, it's like that them. mentality. Was you like, know, that was still around in 2012 <laughs> when I was in high school. So. I didn't. I never had that mentality. But like, like there's fighters at my school, and like they're, they're amateur fighters, and even just one of them grabbing a hold of you, you're like, Jesus Christ. It's no, it's like wrestling a silverback. It's, yeah, it's the people and then don't you think the, no. Then you think the levels, like someone that then then makes it to the UFC, or forget even the UFC, makes it to like Bellator or 1FC, and then gets to the UFC, and then levels to that. You're just like, and I'm getting mauled by this 22-year-old who just had his first amateur fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, that's... It, I. I understand the analogy for sure because th- that can be applied to any type of I think if you want to call it an expertise and I think after you've what do you want to call it paying your dues or putting the, the the time into it building a clientele for someone to walk up to you and just be like hey man I've been watching you from over there yeah. and I feel like I can do this too I mean <laughs> is that a little upsetting it's just like I don't know like what goes I, I'm like What's the thought process? I don't want to come off the wrong way because I think I'm always down to give advice and be helpful sure. up until the point where you're just like, hey, you know this thing you've spent half your life doing? Can you just like tell me real quick like in an email like how, how to do it? Yeah. yeah. Because it's not – it misses the point. I, I like, like when not, people ask for advice on how to start. Like, hey, how do I start – how do I how do I find an open mic to do comedy? Oh, right over here here. That's Thanks. like a, no problem because that's a very actionable yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's just so a people very... are telling you their ideas. Like oh how how did how do I do what you do? It's like you're also, never going to be able to do it. How as I did it. as a dude that's done open mics, I can also tell you that's ninety nine percent of the time just someone that's too pussy to go do an mm-hmm. open mic. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm not saying that like oh check me out I'm tough, but like it's uh like like. If you ha- if you're you're generally asking because you're afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, totally. I, his his actually might be the the one that I think comes up the most. At least for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we do live shows. Like we'll we'll do like live comedy shows that we kind of sponsor. You mm-hmm. know, partner with like different places, and, and we do them. And it, it never fails after every one of them. Someone will come up to me. People I know that I've known. They never for, come up to me anymore. They just no, they don't come up to me anymore. Like, I'm gonna go. To the, I'm gonna go to the non-comic. And yeah, I'm like, gonna, yeah. I just go and up like to they'll him. they'll walk up to me and like I remember after one of our shows, my buddy was like, "Honest man, I think I can do this." I'm like, let me stop you right there. I know you. <laughs> You're not the funniest person in this conversation, so you can't do this. But I'm like, but if you want to, and this is kind of like what you you were talking about. They don't actually want to do it. I was like, I'll tell you what though, Brian does an open mic. I'll talk to Brian and I'll give you. I'll help you get three minutes Wednesday, which is five days from this stupid conversation <laughs> we're having. And like, I'll let you know. Yeah, because I'm like you're not. That's a no. Like I am. I am light years funnier than you, and I wouldn't do what he does. Stand up comedy to me because I've never been a fighter. I'm not a tough dude, but like stand up comedy to me to me was kind of like the equivalent of I just would like post jokes on Twitter all day. Sure. Do dumb jokes yeah. online, and I was like. This is some pussy shit. I was like, there's no <laughs> stakes to it. And I was like, scared as dog shit about actually doing sure. an open mic, which told, which I knew when I felt that. I was like, you got to try it, you know, because it's like, you can at least said you try it. It's like mm-hmm. talking about fighting the dude that's been talking shit about you for, you know, all night and you, you never up. even go up and say shit to him. Yeah. That was what the way I kind of mm-hmm. looked at it yeah. to completely bro up comedy, which I hate doing. But like, it's not so, a bad way to look at it. Though. I, when I, I mean, and I did it, and I was like horrified because I, and I shouldn't have been because I'd done band shows for decades. You know, like it's that was an old hat to me. But doing an open mic 
was like it was like having sex for the first time coupled with performing for the first time coupled with nothing i've ever like i you, did, you didn't know how to have you never saw porn <laughs> you've dude, never touched was, your dick before dude, it was, <laughs> It, it, and, and it was that it, it, it was that feeling like when you come in communion with the universe type shit where I like I went on there I was like just get the first joke out of your head do not wait for any sort of reaction just yeah. get the words let them fall out of your fat face and 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 let it whatever happens and then I just remember I could see people I could see myself and I could feel noise coming out of me mm-hmm. and I was like. I go, what are, I go, what is happening? Like, I was like, and then it was like, it was a five minute fucking open mic set in Cleveland. So I was like, whatever. It, but it felt like it lasted for two hours. It was probably at Lincoln oh, Village yeah. Tavern. No, I was at Redstone. Oh, Redstone. Oh, okay. Which is now um, All Saints, which is, you know. Yeah, Mary yeah. Mary's running a show. But she was running a show before the pandemic over there, I believe. Yeah, when it was it was like Battery Park Pub. Yeah, yeah. Battery Park Pub. Yeah, now it's All Saints. Yeah, that's one of those, it's been like a couple places. It's All that, Saints. That was a good room, because I, I wasn't doing it when it was Redstone, but that was when like the likes of like Hannibal Burris, like they were all, like Hannibal Burris, all these like big comics now were going there. Because mm-hmm. I don't know who ran it. Was Ramon, Ramon Rivas? Ramon Rivas was running it. Oh, yeah, okay. He used to run yeah. it there. Which made it worse for me because I've been friends with Ramon for a while and I was doing, I was that guy to Ramon for a few years where I would like pussyfoot around where I'm like, yeah. man, maybe one time I'll just go up there. I'll try that. I was like, <laughs> what was his reaction? He's like, okay. Okay. He knew. He like he knew. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, maybe. Like he, you know, like he knew. And then finally, when I did it, he was working. He was running the room. Yeah. And I just remember I got one joke off, and I just re- I heard in the back I just heard ha. It was just <laughs> laughing. That actually is a good Ramon. Huh? <laughs> and I was like, because. Ramona, uh, more than anybody, is not giving away laughs to make anybody, any newbies feel better. If he's laughing, it's funny. That's so when I heard that, I, would, I, I was like, <laughs> I was probably halfway into it. Oh, shit. And then I heard that, and I go, shit. And I go, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> and then afterwards, I talked to him. I kind of know the hack things to not do with comedians because I've hung around with them a lot, but I just go, and I know normally you don't want to ask a comedy comedian what they think, but I just go, so, like, how do you think that works? <laughs> and he goes, I feel bad about what's about to happen with your life. And I, like, <laughs> and I just go, well, what does that mean? He just goes, you're, like, going to have to do this all the time, and you're just going to, like, it's, like, but he, what he meant to say is he knew, like, I... He knew it was for me, and he knew like I took to it and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he thought I was the next Dave Chappelle, but I think he, he, he saw that he saw that it was like you like doing stand. He was very supportive even before, like you know, we we got lunch. It just was a big deal for me because I was going through a lot of shit at the time in my life, and yeah. it was the classic guy going uh-huh. through a divorce, just finding something to it, it like sort of took my mind off the shit that i was going through totally so we had lunch and he just goes like he just was like come from the heart he just goes you just got to beat yourself and just come from the heart and then he's it was kind of also like also by the way man it's a five minute set at open mic like no one gives a shit yeah you know, it's like you know <laughs> i have to one i have to run i run the one over here i've ran it for two years mm-hmm. and every it never gets easier because the second the second i'm like oh that's not a problem a new problem comes about whether it's in my mind in reality, just realizing that I could have the best set of my life here and no one would give a shit. Dude, I could have the best new joke and everyone would be like, yeah, but we're, we're all looking at our jokes, so no one's listening. That's the most punishing part. <laughs> the worst. That was the worst thing because I, I like it. I only, 
I, I, I steadily did open mics for the better part of a year. And, of yeah. course, like anything else, I fell out of practice with it. Yeah. But, like, th the worst possible thing that could happen was my first open mic, I kind of crushed for a dude that never did it. And it was a room full of people that weren't other comedians. It was just sort of people that Ramon had conditioned to, like, be receptive to comedy. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they knew how to watch comedy, and they were there to watch the comedians. That's so a that, great showrunner, too. Yeah, no, dude, it was... That was 100% to Ramon's credit. Yeah. Ramon's and great with his shows. He's obsessive about the de like the, the little details I watch about how he runs a show. It's like, it's it's impressive. But yeah. like, then I went to like, the next few were just like, you know, the Saxonheim, which was basically like a 10. <laughs> yeah, I know Saxonheim. Yeah, it was a 10 <laughs> Is that John Wellington? <laughs> I don't remember who ran it. I don't think, I forget. It's a fucking, it, it's a hall. It's a really big like wedding hall, yeah. but it's a bunch of pretty much little fucking rooms. Mm -hmm. And you had, you did it right in the bar, right? No, this was outside. Oh, in the back. And it's in, in the, the middle of the summer, so there's a tent, and there's mosquitoes everywhere, oh, and it it's sucks. like six other comedians, and it was like <laughs> dead silence, and I was like, I go, half these people are kind of paying attention, and the other half are just waiting to tell their jokes, because it's like, other comedians are waiting to go up. Yeah. They're not, they're not paying attention to what you're doing, not because they're dicks, they just don't want to have it fuck up what they're doing or taint whatever they're about to do and probably they're working on brand new fucking jokes and they want to get everything down but yeah like it, it, it just was so that i the, the come down to earth was when i realized i go oh this is exactly like band shit because now it's like you just have to enjoy doing this and yeah. if you ever if it ever comes becomes anything more than that great but if you're not here because you love doing it then you shouldn't be there mm -hmm. when was the last time you did it Man, it's been a minute. Uh, 2018. 2018. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it, dude. It's like weight. It's like it's like training or weight loss. Where it's like if you fall out of rhythm with it, you get to start all over yeah. again. And it's that's why I don't take breaks. I yeah. can't. You know, you can't. And so like, you've been doing shows over. Where at? I run the Lakewood Village Tavern open mic now. And you guys have been doing shows. Uh yeah. Okay. They're socially distanced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, and, I just I don't I don't know. The world is so fucked up. I don't know what's happening and how people are doing it. And I, I oh yeah, it's every every Wednesday at eight thirty. It's it's socially distanced. Well, um, maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll go up. You totally <laughs> should. You should. I'll bring I my actually, buddy too. Know, He's like hilarious. That... Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring my buddy. Friend. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat. So you did it in twenty eighteen. How do I do it? How you did it then? <laughs> I'm trying to man, like um. Yeah, I, uh, man, I would love to do it again. And and uh, I don't. It's like you, you get the jitters out of that that initial run, then you just realize nothing matters. And especially nowadays, yeah. nothing matters. Mm -hmm. We should try to get like just try to get all the old like try to get Gerald to do it the same night. Yeah, too. just get all the old uh, get the band back. Together, yeah, right? <laughs> but the <laughs> bands never met each other before. Right, right. <laughs> just, they're just all old guests who have done comedy, haven't done it in a while, and get them all at the open well, mic. It's, the like, same it's night. like old jazz musicians, right? Like they just get together, they just get and jam together, out. Just, or oh, or yeah. we got a new guilt. We yeah, because we do the guiltless shows. Or we can just have everyone that hasn't done it in a long time oh. do it again, <laughs> and then we'll just have three judges. And like, if we like the set, we'll turn around like we're on The Voice. <laughs> we'll no, turn our chairs. You got to get creative in a way because you can only have so many people in a space unless you live in Florida. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> dude. you got to try some different. I I had no yeah. idea Florida was getting extra Florida. <laughs> dude, I, I, so it wasn't a problem. But so I was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even fucking around. I was in Florida right 
around right before Christmas or no, right before the New Year. Yeah. My wife's family lives down there, and her dad went in the hospital, so we we drove down there, mm-hmm. which sucked even more. <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's like you know we can't. You just didn't want to fly. Not at all. Okay. You can't risk it. Yeah. It just it sucks, but it's like, hey, this is just something that we do. So it's we understood. We it's, threw yeah. the threw the dogs, and we I just like threw a whole bunch of blankets and pillows in the back, threw the dogs in the back, and we just drove down. Okay. Um, but it it was eye opening, you know. Cause you, I hear stories. Hell, I make the jokes about Florida, and I will much more now because I know what it's like. <laughs> but like, uh, I went down there, and uh, they're inland, super secluded. There might be a thousand people in their county. There's just not a lot of people. But you know. I got my mask, you know, I'm going into like, you know, convenience store. Because we get there, I'm like, cool, I'm running to the store, I'll stock up the fridge for everybody, I'll get some beer for everybody, me. Because uh, <laughs> I'm going to be here for two fucking yeah. weeks, what else am I going to do? Because there's not a lot to do, so I'm like, I'm going to stock up, you'll get bread, whatever, we'll make all yeah. the meals, mm-hmm. make sure her mom's happy, whatever. And uh, I remember walking into the first one, and... I'm like, okay, so no one's wearing a mask. And I, when I mean no one's wearing a mask, I, they didn't even have it around their neck. I mean, I was getting looks for even having one. They were just oh, like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, so bad. Fucking northerner. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this queer. He's, a, <laughs> he's afraid was, of the invisible man. <laughs> they were all very, very nice. I, like, nobody was, like, giving me shit or anything about it. But, like, uh, I mean, even going to restaurants. Like, there'd be signs on the... the, the uh, uh, the, the door when you walk in it says master required you will not be served you see like a party of nine walk in they just go right they just <laughs> they, a, they, they just don't think about thing, it they right? just don't think yeah. about it yeah it becomes like a different culture almost um, I mean I, I I haven't traveled since COVID I went to Tennessee for a few days over yeah. the summer because I was just literally losing my fucking mind oh yeah yeah and I needed to go just stare at my phone in a more secluded environment apparently <laughs> and I was like <laughs> In a different area code. It's, yeah. It's, it's so it's so uplifting. It, it just a was lot. like this was like I think this was in the depth of when everyone just kind of was resigned to the fact that nothing's ever going back to the way it is. Yeah. And then no my, time soon. It felt like a Mad Max movie driving there and shit. Like in in and it was it was very split. It's like either you walk in a place that has mask signage everywhere and everyone was wearing a sign, everyone was wearing a mask, or you it was like Live your life, man. Or is ignored like, yeah, completely. Yeah, no masks, no no fucks given. Yeah, they. I do feel, and I, I don't want to. No, I don't care. What do I care? Uh, I feel like the farther south you get, the less you care about, <laughs> like the mask and the. And that's, that's the just, that's, that's the word. That's I mean, just that's the way what it I hear. is. You I know? mean, I have, like, a, uh, I have a friend down in Tampa, and I was like, um, I go, that's gotta suck that like your city landed a Super Bowl. And you can't make one dime off of it, and they just go, <laughs> "Yeah, right." They're like, "Yeah, they're like yeah. it's, it's the most lucrative." No we're gonna fit twenty-two thousand people in there. No, they, oh, you see their after party too. Yeah, oh yeah. My God, they were like, uh, no, they just were like, um, they're like, yeah, nothing's nothing's shut down. Like everything's been opened up down here for a long time. Yeah, yeah. if every state, ha- yeah, and, and then you like the complete opposite, and that California never even really opened up. You know, it's it's a very strange. If Cal, if Florida had a motto, it's fuck it, we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you know it's I, I don't know. I understand the 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 aspect of you have to kind of look at the 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 argument is the the cure can't be worth worse than the disease. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But completely ignoring the disease is is more the vibe I got when I was down there. You know what I, I mean? I don't, and I don't defend that behavior. But what yeah. I do understand is that 
people are um, modern Americans aren't conditioned to go through this for a month, let alone a whole year. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, especially like me, I'm an extrovert. You know, like I don't I don't deal well with having to stay home and not being able to leave my house, especially when I've worked out of it for 12 years, yeah. you know? And, um, and even just going out to, I like, I like meeting strangers. It's like my favorite thing. Dude, I, like, I, I, I love having a conversation with a stranger, knowing I'm never going to see them again. And if I see them again, <laughs> hey, oh, I think I remember Patrick, right? Yeah, okay, let's hang out for a minute, then I'll talk to someone new. I would literally go to Target, mask on, and I would literally wait in the one register that was open that was not self-checkout just to talk to somebody. Yeah. Like, just to, to say hi and crack a dumb joke. Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds depressing, but I was like... Uh, Those are the joys you know, in life. Some people, some people are not... I, I think some people just aren't built for that. Like, so, my wife and I, we both work from home now. It's just, That's just the way it is now. Mm -hmm. uh, she used to go into an office, but she was told, probably like three months in, like, look, that's a thing of the past. You're never going back in. So we stay separated, you know, purposely, not because our marriage is fine. Just I want to be clear, but uh, <laughs> but still, it's it's like you know, it's 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 just making no, sure it's we're a not mental thing. Like, yeah, you very have much. To... But I did find I'm probably more suited to it. Not that I don't get antsy as well. She gets more. You know, she's just like I. She's like I like going to the office and seeing my friends. You know, she worked with people that she hung out with. Mm -hmm. uh, and for me, like, I actually got a job because I got laid off and then got another job mm -hmm. during all this. And the job's in Salt Lake City. Like, I've never met anybody. So what, what, do you do, what do you do during the day? Uh, I work for a company that does, uh, that uh, assists different healthcare providers with licensing and training people to get people enrolled in healthcare plans. Okay. Um, but that's in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. So, and it's all over. It's Salt Lake City, Florida, Texas. So it, it's, it's very large... much something you don't have to be on site to do that. Not at all. Okay. No, not at all. Which um, is a benefit, which is one of the benefits of COVID. The, working the, at home. The one jobs benefit from a huge option. The, the, I will say the one benefit it, working from, again, for me, I, I can deal. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, there are times where I have to, like, I'll go to like jujitsu class and like that. I, I do that for very frequently. Mm -hmm. I, I just do. Um, but there will be times where I'm like, fuck, I've been inside for two days. And I forget. Like, I've been inside for two days. We have to go anywhere. I don't care. Mm -hmm. We're going to go down the street. We're yeah. going to grab something to eat, and then we're going to come back. But we got to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. For her, it's it's worse. And it's not a bad thing. She, that's just the way she is. She gets more stir-crazy. Yeah. The only benefit of all of it is when I did get laid off, now you can really get a job anywhere because all jobs are remote. Yeah. So yeah. I can actually apply for jobs that are in Washington or Oregon or Delaware. It doesn't matter. Like, it actually opened up the job possibilities because ev that's the new norm now. Everyone's remote because all these companies are like, we don't need that overhead anymore. We, we don't need those buildings Which anymore. Which leads me, to, begs the question, and I'm not a business guy, is sure. what kind of analysis were these companies doing before this that they didn't figure this out yeah so, I, never, well, I never thought about it from that aspect a lot of company and i i i can tell you because this is something that i i, I dealt with because i worked in downtown cleveland yeah. prior to all this companies they would have some work at home policies where you get like a day or something they felt the productivity would suffer and that people would just go fuck around and do all this and all it was, that so it was a fear thing it was very much if they, they thought they would it lose was, we're gonna pay they would lose efficiency to... they would lose mm -hmm. productivity i understand it i do there's a very simple way around that though it's your work at home privileges are contingent on your productivity your productivity comes down you come back in the Be office a boss and pay it's attention very to your very simple it's the but, older... but, but companies fought that they did. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, it's it's the it's the long overdue death of the forty hour work week, and yes. I think mm -hmm. what the new model becomes is 
it's based more on output than it is on busy work and are you at your desk this X amount of hours a day? When they were forced to let everyone work from home because they had to. Yeah. You know, when they're forced to let their business go to work from to a work from home model, they realize like, holy shit, we're still getting things done. And now everyone's trying to get out of their lead. Like I, my company, my old company had three floors in downtown. They're trying to get out of that now. It's, you think it's, the, the, the it's money they're going to be? Down how many man. places are going to do that? A, oh, everyone, Dude, everyone. The commercial is, real estate is going to take does. a note. It, it, it's that you might remember that uh, Polk, the, the, the Scooby Doo ghost town, like yeah. not Detroit. It's literally a ghost town now. Like, I mean, not, yeah. not just the flats, just downtown. No, no down commercial the flats is yeah. a little more is. Is busier than downtown. I had to go. Mm-hmm. My eye doctor was in the BP building, Key Bank yeah. building, yeah. whatever the fuck yeah, it's oh, called yeah, this yeah. week. Um, <laughs> and that place looks like it was frozen in time, anyways, in 1989 or whatever. From yeah. the inside, it's like brass coated <laughs> everything and faux marble everything. I know and it's beautiful. It's yeah. <laughs> there is like it's. I'm old enough now where there is a weird sort of patina to it. Like there's oh, yeah, a yeah. weird kind of charm to it. But it's also like, I was like, cool. I was like, I'll show up a few minutes early to my appointment. I'll get a Starbucks because there's Starbucks in the lobby. Starbucks, closed. Lobby, closed. Literally everything in that building because it's like an open, from the inside, you can sort of see everything. It's glass, everything. Yeah. yeah. Nothing is the, open. Uh, the, the commercial real estate, I think, is going to take a huge nosedive because mm-hmm. it's just. How could, could it not? I, well, it's just, there's no way. I don't think there's a way around Cleveland it. was. Cleveland was hurting before this shit started. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's going to go back. Yeah, like the restaurants as well. Yeah, they were sliding before the shit started, and 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 when this shit hit, I was like, I go, I guess downtown becomes one giant escape room in Halloween City. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I, well, if you think about Cleveland, fifteen, you won't know because you were six. <laughs> but <laughs> like, if you and my dad VHSs, if you think Cleveland fifteen twenty years ago. I mean, it didn't have the life that it did two years ago. You know, I mean, it's it just it just. I didn't. know the growth. You're right because it I worked downtown that. like yeah. 2003. I worked on West Ninth. I worked for Scene Magazine when they had the entire top floor of one of those massive buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like empty back then, and that's when the warehouse district was kind of jumping, and it was still a ghost town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was yeah, still it was still doing okay, but it's still. As a whole, there was just still a lot of kind of abandoned buildings, yeah. abandoned yeah. storefronts. Then it really, the last like 15 years, I think in particular, you know, just really just kind of took off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna buy one of those buildings. I feel like because like the market's gonna continue to decline, and then I can just own one of those buildings and like live in it like a weird dystopian overlord or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be tight. You know, like y- you gotta think some some woman would be impressed enough to just be like my maid my tower maiden with me yeah we could each have our own separate tower maiden shit (laughs) i'd probably call you just if you called me a tower maiden (laughs) thank you and then then we call a weird game of thrones lingo (laughs) my girl tower pants Hey, it's pants, pants, pants. Okay, and maiden. Tower pants. Yeah. Yeah. What can I? Help? Yeah, okay, I maiden. <laughs> I do feel like. Hey, 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 okay, okay, maiden. Are you oh, ironing right now? Because now you're iron maiden. Now you're iron maiden. <laughs> but yeah, I like so sweet. where where I worked was a uh, kind of like by the Brown Stadium, like around like East Ninth. Uh, and that was more. That's a more like a bit like where like Masthead is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's more of like a business district, and that's there's nothing. Uh, Masthead's the only thing around there that's close. To, yeah. I, I, I don't. Know. I'll, it I've, sucks. I've, I've lived in Cleveland my whole life. I've drove downtown tons of times, and I'm just sort of like, I'm like, I'm an idiot. 
I go, so I assume the people that run the city are smarter than me. I go, mm-hmm. how have we not figured out to do anything with any of this? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. They're I like, know. we got it. We get our solution. Let's build a 20 story building in the middle of Ohio City. Not yeah. downtown where there's all this space. Ohio City. Let's put it right the fuck next to, um, you know, a coffee shop in a historic district. <laughs> yeah. If I could shift the narrative over to um, civic development, which is another area of expertise I have. Yeah. Oh, no, well, no, you can't. I want to talk about <laughs> cartoons. Well, that's, that's, to- that's totally a nationwide thing, though. The. Uh, the idea of uh, of revamping like bad areas. You mean gentrification? gentrification. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of it, but then I thought of that season in Shameless, and I was like, I'm not going to say Shameless. Don't gentrify this. Yeah, I've seen that. That. that yeah, gen- yeah. Yeah. Totally gentrification. I mean, like, I, I live, I live in Ohio City, so like, I, and I love it there. And yeah, I think it was, I lived there a year, so it was a great area. I but, drove by but there. when they built, and this is, I no one. No one stands harder for small business than me. But when they built a bakery for dogs only, <laughs> I go, we've done it. I was like, this 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 neighborhood could not be more gentrified right yeah. now. But it, well, you know. also, I, I I'm the same. Like uh, the, the the big thing for us during COVID was when we do eat out. It's got you know Lakewood didn't suffer as much. I think the whole community really got behind all the the small businesses and made sure they went to the restaurants or they ordered from the restaurants. I mean, people in general like in this area have been amazing. Yeah, about I supporting agree. Kind of too good about some it. of them are kind of stupid. I, I will say some of them are just a <laughs> some of them are just a, yeah. a. I'm sorry, it's a dog shit model. Yeah, if, if you're and not. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> dog bakery. Okay. Very specific. Yeah, yeah that's really. Uh, you specific. know, when things like this happen, though, the the dog amenities are the first to go out. Yeah, the door. <laughs> I mean, it's it, just... it's, it, but that speaks to the health of a local economy when you can Very open much. a business like that, Very or much. you can have six cupcake shops in a five square mile radius. Yeah, it, it's it's not me shitting on it, but it is a funny observation. Uh, no, it is. Uh, we were joking around about it, uh, like in in Lakewood, and, and I love it because it's great for us. There are. With I could throw a rock and hit nine really good Mexican restaurants here, mm-hmm. okay. uh, and thank God finally they're opening an Indian one like a half a mile down the. I'm so excited for it to open just to have something there else. Is a, there's yeah. a um, there's not a lot of Indian joints around there. No, there aren't. There's, like, there's, there's like, like one Mediterranean. There's there's Aladdin's and then there's a place on. There's uh, a Cleveland. Cleveland secretly has a pretty dope selection of Mediterranean joints. Well, wait, Aladdin's yeah, Falafel yeah. Express. Aladdin's, I mean, Maha's closed. Um, Never had Ferris Maha. Shawarma next to La Plaza, which... Yeah, that's fun. Honestly, yeah, that's there might be... The, those might be the two best restaurants in Cleveland next door for the, what they respectively do. Probably yeah. the two best restaurants. La Plaza's just authentic other. Mexican tacos. It's like, I don't want to sound like Anthony Bourdain, but I don't know if, the, if there's not... There's that. Yeah. There's that and there's Momocho, you know, yeah. like so, and then Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> there's two Taco Bells in, the, in like a, a top mile <laughs> vicinity. Top three, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No, no, La Plaza um, is great because La Plaza used to be at, uh, uh, I don't know if they still are anymore, but they were the ones that were always at Terrestrial. Great. I think they I think they moved on from, from that. They I think have, they did um, too. But I, the, I, I loved the penny from Saucy Sone. Penny was on. Out of penny was just on last week. Yeah. That's why I bring that up. Yeah, look at me fucking segueing. Hell yeah! Yo, the penny, uh, penny always goes full circle here. It does. Always. Well, no, because well, Penny. It's either Melissa or Penny. So penny forgive is, me for not. Penny. 
It's one Penny. of them left Saucy Sewn to do that. Penny did, yeah. There you go. So Penny, we actually interviewed Penny and Melissa probably about a year and a half ago at their butcher shop. Yeah. Really, really cool. We ended up just drinking bourbon and eating beef jerky They're for like two cool. hours. They're very cool. They're amazing. I did a, a photo shoot with them for when I was art directing a, a scene best of campaign 2016. Oh, cool. So I, I haven't really seen or talked to them since but yeah very cool yeah, yeah. penny was on uh last sunday uh mm-hmm. just talking about what she you know her move to terrestrial just awesome she was another one since we kind of knew her a little bit it's kind of didn't have the awkward phase just you know just started swearing and right in it's it's cleveland in in the city for better or worse is so small even if you've never met somebody it's like yeah it's like here's this dude yeah I mean, can we know what you do like it's yeah there's the familiarity <laughs> before you even meet somebody it is yeah it, there's it, a sensibility it, there, of who's, who's which is great it actually great is. for media and great for content for dating or any everything else oh the worst uh, oh dude i've been on a date in a long time yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah you've been you've been married and oh yeah she <laughs> oh, yeah. i wouldn't even talk about her but yeah she's getting in the way yeah. <laughs> but yeah the, how long uh, have you been married uh, we have been married, it'll be five years in May, uh, but we've been together for 13. Oh, awesome. Congrats. Yeah. yeah so I'm dead inside. <laughs> when was the last time you guys go, did yeah. you guys go on dates? Like, we went on dates during the pandemic? We yeah. went on dates Valentine's Day, bro. Valentine's Day. No, we, uh, we go out, we go out Day, pretty frequently, sure. not pretty frequently, obviously not as, but I mean, we always like to try a new restaurant at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. We still go on dates. We keep it fresh. Yeah. She keeps it, it fresh. Was it weird the first day? <laughs> <laughs> she keeps it She's dead. like, for the fucks, you cannot wear a goddamn hoodie. <laughs> she keeps it fresh. I say yes. <laughs> I haven't. Before COVID, I was gym clothes guy all the time. And then during COVID, I like get dressed like I'm going out to go to fucking Target. Mm. Dude, I've actually, I've started doing that. I've been the opposite. Because it's like, because it's a mental I, thing. I wore sweats for like nine months. And then like, I'm getting up and... Now I'm getting up, whatever, working out, doing whatever I want to do. And then I'll just put on jeans, like a flan something other than just sweatpants and a sweatshirt. It's this it's a it's it's it goes along with working from home where yes. you need to have that mental develop the mental split between I can't like it's just like I, I cannot be a slob yeah. twenty four hours a day. Yeah. I need to I need to feel like I need to just feel some sense of whatever normalcy means in my life. Yeah, well, it, it, it's eating a salad when you're thinking about Reese cups. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> I like. No, Reese let's unpack cups. that. Let's unpack this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like I could eat the Reese cups, but I had a bunch of Reese's yesterday. I think it's better for me. If my I eat eating a salad. during COVID has been better than it's ever been. The first no few months of COVID, I sort of just approached it like with like if you want to call it like a military mindset, where like I ate. I'm like, no one's here to eat with me. I can't go out. So I was like, I guess it's oatmeal and kale smoothies because what the fuck is the difference? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and I was like, my gym closed because everything closed, and I would just do yoga in my living room. Mm-hmm. And it was just, yeah, I had a different approach. Mine was burritos <laughs> and whiskey smoothies. Like, well, then, just, but working from home was new to you, right? Well, for so everything really, and I it's because I know all these dates like by heart because I was actually in. The Mecca. I was in Florida when all this really hit. Mm-hmm. I was there for like a work trip, and uh, I got back on the 11th. Everything shut down on the 18th. Um, like the the restaurants, everything shut down. Mm-hmm. It was it was one week. Seven days later, I got laid off. So Jesus. for oh yeah, it was right after like in our comp. Yeah, fuck them. I don't care. The uh, 
the, the, like probably three days before this, the, the, we're like having like this company wide Zoom meeting. We're like, we're gonna be fine. Everything, don't worry about it. We're doing this. We're doing that. Making some moves. Bullshit. And then they started doing like group Zoom meetings and just firing everybody. Like I think they probably ended up laying off. They were firing people while like together. Like, oh, you guys are oh, in the same fired... boat, just not our boat. Well, hell, they, uh, well again, I'll say it. It's fucking legit. It happened. Uh, the one in Westlake just did that. Highland. Uh, Highland. Highland basically sent a recorded message to 120 people. That's fucked. And just fired them all, and then sent everything overseas. Yep. Like thanks, Island. It's, <laughs> it's but really that bad. that is what happened. It's a really but then bad that's, breakup. But, but that's, then that's yeah. that's what it was. The first so from like March March twenty fifth mm-hmm. to June, probably mid June. I mean, no one was hiring. So, I mean, I had unemployment, the stimulus, but I was still freaking the fuck out. Yeah, you don't know? blame and, you. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but I mean, they're just that was a really. Bad, and you, you hear the things about like mental health and what it did to people, man. I mean, I'm obviously I had her, so that was nice. But if I was home by myself, <laughs> I, that would <laughs> shit, man. We're right back to that heroin, cocaine stuff. Go, because do, do go on. The, the, there's, but there's only so much you can do in a day. You know, I can only apply it to so many jobs. Yeah. You know, because I get up early anyway. I get up early. I do this. I do that. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's 11.30 a.m. And I got the whole day ahead of me. And I'm done with all my tasks because I can't do anything. So you I can't became a freelance commercial artist is what you're saying. Because it's no. a very similar lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending on the price. And by price, I mean like 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 really low. I could probably commission you for something. Right? I like... If there's anything, I, w- I was positioned as well as anyone could be for this shit to start because I had worked from home since 2008. Ironically enough, I got laid off of my job in the economic crash of 2008. Oh. And that was the last office job I worked where I was like, we're just going to freelance and we're going to give this a go. And if it falls, if it goes tits up, so we'll, it, y- y- but you got to try it. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when I took the next step in my career. And it was like. I'm never fucking going back to working for anybody ever the fuck again. Yeah. And so 13 years later, here we are, and everyone's kind of flipping out because they've never worked from home. You're like, they, they've never. Well, well it, they've it, never done it. A little bit. A little it's bit. It's like, you know, people are like eating like ice cream for breakfast and they're fucking <laughs> drinking for, you know, like like 151 for lunch and, and like having meltdowns on Facebook Live. And I'm not saying like I was having a blast, but I'm just sort of like, yeah, I was like, I've technically operated like an unemployed person living like in in solitude yeah. for yeah. a decade yeah. or so. My pandemic was twelve years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like, and I'm not trying to talk like a Gary V guy or one of those dipshits, but it was like, I made the most of that situation, and then when this situation hit, I'm like, I will make the most of this situation, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I I didn't. I wasn't. A lot of people when the pandemic hit especially in the curfews and everything. I knew a lot of people are like, well, I'm drinking a lot. I took like a month off drinking. I was like, I already got my other problems. This well, sucks. What is there this isn't my biggest about? problem. Yeah, well, it's because <laughs> I think it broke the social norm. Again, the nine to five. Yeah, um, yeah. That whole construct is now just, what the fuck was the point? Yeah. yeah, like, I, yeah I can't it didn't make any. Everyone's like, well, I was going to work. And it took people, it took my, I have a roommate. He, he works from home. Mm-hmm. He works from home in general. But the pandemic hit. Now he was afraid to just get COVID, and I was like, I get that. But then he was leaving the house. Now he's like, not he doesn't leave the oh, house. Oh, so you guys were having a dynamic basically where like he was like, what are you doing and who are you doing it with? Yeah, to to an extent, yeah, absolutely. It turned into weird like McCarthyism within your own apartment mm-hmm, for a minute. Well, because I live with another comedian too, so it's that's very that was, fucking that was the smartest 
I, I, yeah. I, that was the stupidest and smartest thing. I've no, ever it wasn't seen. stupid. Oh, it was that the was smartest gold. thing that's ever been said <laughs> on the podcast. McCarthyism. <laughs> yeah. Then we all. Then Anyone we all that listens to us regularly yeah. is like they're like that's amazing, yeah. and they're all googling it. Yeah. This we guy all, reads books or yeah. something. They're just like that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, now we're all gonna watch Macbeth on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was me, another comedian, yeah. and he he wasn't well. He the he already has anxiety, so not telling, being told not to leave the house just to do work, along with two people. Like I was in the health, I'm in the healthcare field mm-hmm. too, so you know I'm doing stand up shows, but I mean I'm in the healthcare field. I'm not an idiot. I haven't got COVID. I've never had COVID. I was always safe. I always quarantined if I thought I had it. But again, someone not leaving the house for so long. I even told him, I was like, you need to leave because your mind's going to start fucking with you. You're there, not there used becomes to- a, a risk, a risk assessment where it's like, you know, and I I, put, I do it all the time where it's like my mental health is not worth staying in my house for a day yeah. or not doing this thing or like with jujitsu, it's like, yeah, I go to the gym. I was like, and I'm not trying to sound like a Joe Rogan dude, but I'm like, I was like, it's the only thing I can do physically in a day where I like walk and mill about my apartment. Like yeah. it's like it's it's a weird it's a really weird something. it's a really weird especially also, I'm not trying to narc out uh, BJJ gyms for some reason they've all gotten a pass for just having massive amounts of people just like rolling <laughs> well, they, 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 for months. That is true. <laughs> no, it's okay. no, it's okay. I'll email them about you. <laughs> <laughs> tell, no, that's a good community. Tell them I'm only a white belt and to go easy on me. I don't, yeah, I don't, no, no, that's a good that's a good community to piss off. The, uh, <laughs> But th- that was actually a th- that was a, a problem because like you were talking about you were doing yoga in your apartment like I mean so that was kind of my outlet thing and it was gone like it was gone for uh, several months I, I don't know but it t- but no we you're you're right because now they're <laughs> yeah we social distance when we get there and then yeah we beat the shit out of each other for an hour I do, and a you half can't yeah. do, you know why I do yoga because it's essentially Brazilian Jiu Jitsu without getting submitted by anybody yeah. like I can't like I did I did BJJ I tried doing it like for a few years and you know it's the most I don't not gonna you have fucking six medals hanging on your your freaking wall here for but it's yeah. the gold medals me, for clarity I call them participation <laughs> I call talk them your <laughs> shit man Listen, I call them I love participation that I'm like, trophies yeah. last week <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm like I'm like talking I go I see you're wearing a jujitsu shirt and meanwhile there's six gold yeah. medal naga uh, and your mind gold medals just... gleaming and then just like oh yeah uh, this guy dabbles in jujitsu and um, your mind you're making jokes Joe's like pussy <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Finish that fucking sentence. He's talking. like texting. He's texting his black belt. He's, uh, it's uh, he lives. Uh, uh, <laughs> his phone number is. Yeah. Uh, his it. real um, name is not Pants. <laughs> okay. I'll post it. I'll post it. <laughs> Gets down. Look at that. Look at that form, guys. Dude, I so like I did. I tried jujitsu, and it was like it's the most frustrating shit in the world, right? Oh, and the breakthroughs yeah. can be like months before you when feel you them. S- yeah, it is. And um. I stuck it out as long as I could, and then it was. I just go, man. It's. I think it's okay to just say that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is not for me, and like, cause I just didn't. It's like I could never see it in my head. It felt like algebra or something, like some sort of high math, and I wasn't understanding. Even when I would do, rarely do something right, I'm like, I don't know why I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't going to connect. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get that. I, I can tell you, like, it doesn't get... It gets better, and at the same time, it doesn't get better. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, well, it makes it, perfect sense. It, so it's it just, art. It, it's it's, <laughs> what, what, it's the only thing that you can do for a really, really. No, nah, I mean, there's others, but like, you do it for a really long time, and I still walk out of there some days like, how am I getting fucking worse at this? What belt? What belt are you? Uh, purple. Oh shit! Yeah. So I just um, got my purple right before Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I would like uh, my uh, my best friend. He he he's trained forever. Like it's it's his it's he's definitely immersed in it. It's all he talks about. Yeah. And and so every once in a while I'd go roll with him, and I it, just to see like maybe if there was something there still. And I was like, I don't fucking can't. <laughs> and it's not something you. I don't got to tell you, man. It's like if you're not dedicated into just getting your ass beat for a reason or like to for to oh. have a breakthrough uh it, it's I, I, my, no uh, point for me my well the the reason I, my first class was uh 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 the instructor's daughter she was a uh, probably a three stripe blue belt at the time mm-hmm. but i mean i had 50 pounds on her maybe more and uh we do what was called king of the hill where you know kind of the end mm-hmm. of the class you just kind of get in someone's garden you Try to pass, get swept, and then it's over. Nothing terrible. And I just couldn't figure it out. You know, I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. I would get... Yeah. Yeah, I, I should would... smash this girl, but she grabbed my collar, and she stuck her knee in my chest, and she flipped me on my head so easily, and then ended up, like, in a mounted position, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't. It's I have like to magic. figure this out. It's, I have yeah. to figure this out. It's honestly like magic when yeah. I see it done right. It's like watching skateboarding or something where I'm like, I have no fucking idea how you got there. Like, that yeah, King of the Hill drill? yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's like if you get past it's over and someone moves on to the next guy yeah. or, or girl. I would just get like beaten in seconds, and then I would just look at the professor. I, I don't. I go. Well, I don't understand what just happened. Yeah. Well, and it's <laughs> honestly like the thing I joke around with, like with guy with guys that are kind of like starting, and just like look, the best learning experience is going to be someone's going to do this to you a hundred times, mm-hmm. and that is like I. I learned to not do something because someone did it to me a hundred times. I'm like, fuck, stop doing that. Stop putting my hand there when you're in that position. Enough is enough. And you've, yeah. you, it's like, it's, it sounds like Darwinism. Like you figure you're, you just, you're it, it just, you survive. just start, you start, you start, you start, stop doing those things, I guess is the best way to put it. Just, yeah. But I mean, it still happens. Like it just, and then I start going with someone else. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, no, that, that like- never should have happened to me. But, but you're right about the, the, um, the successes I mean, it was seven, eight months, I think, before I legitimately tapped somebody. Yeah. And, and then it's it was like, like another five until the next one. It's like yeah. seeing the Matrix code trickling down yeah. over the screen. It's And I just never really had that that thing. And I had everything in my life I feel like is working and struggling and starting over again to get to a point. And I was like, I just I just need to ha- do something where I'm having fun. Sure, I respect yeah. the shit out of it. I mean, now that you've texted all, you, you know, you've Skyped all your BJJ Yeah, I got a couple responses. Ago. They are not happy with <laughs> <laughs> That group chat's going wild. Uh, <laughs> but it just, it, that's kind of like why I went to yoga. I'm like, yeah, I don't, uh, it's not my thing. I yeah. Muay Thai, it's cool until you realize you got to take leg kicks like crazy. I not know. my thing I either. I kind of just started yeah. doing the yoga too because I, I do, my wife really likes yoga. So I started going with her too yeah. just to do something. I it think is it, good. It, it complements BJJ very much. Yeah, but to me, when I I got into yoga, because I'm like an independent guy, and I don't like getting fucking choked out nonstop, which is what was happening. And then yoga, I can kind of just do somersaults when I feel like it, and it's like you push yourself. And yeah, yeah. Some they generally play. You know, you got to listen to little John Mayer here and there. And it's fine. 
they, they yeah, like, I'll tell you, those, be, those guys aren't going to like that John Mayer thing either. I like a third. <laughs> I like a third like, meeting. God, you're like, you're like, so sucks. what John Mayer album do I need to listen to now? Do I need to listen to Live at the Leash? I did like I started after uh, I got I broke up with a chick, and so I did the most predictable single guy thing where I'm just like started working out. Yeah, oh, I, was I, was like, like, I, thought, I thought you wrote a ballad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, you, you've heard your body's yeah. a wonderland. Well, yeah. What about this? Yeah. And, you know, this karaoke night's awesome tonight. Your, body, <laughs> your body's a rigged nightmare. So yeah. no, I, was like, I did like, I started doing yoga, and then I was like, I showed up, and I was like, of course you're the only dude in the in the room. So I was like, I picked the spot all the way in the the front corner of the room, so no one thought I would be gawking at him and shit. And that was like four years ago. So like, I've stuck with it. It's like the only thing physically I've stuck with as far as working out goes. It's a cool. Yeah. It, it's cool. I, you know, it's funny because I said that to my wife when we went like two weeks ago. We were at the, uh, we're at Funkin' Ship. They actually yeah. do it on Sundays, and uh, we're sitting there, and I'm the only guy in there. And I, after the class, I'm just sitting there. They get a free beer because what's best after yoga than beer? And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It's why I went. And uh, <laughs> it's the only reason I'm fucking. They going. know their. They know their demographic. Exactly. Yeah. But I remember saying to my wife like. Have guys not figured this out yet? Like, single guys haven't figured this out? This is just pretty girls all over the place. Like, why don't more guys do this? Uh, dude, because it's like it's like jujitsu, right? Like, it's like, I'm sure thirsty dudes will show up. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, man. it's not you easy. Need to, you, need to love do, you need to love doing it to keep well, doing also, it. Also, like, the first and class. And you can't just go in there and be like, I'm going to get pussy. Nah, if, you, if you're a single dude and you go to a yoga, you need to go there for months before all the women start going, get, oh, my uh, God, yeah, he cares yeah. about this. I like that. It, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah, very it's, hard. It's super hard, and it's also... Um, it's just a great way to get kicked the fuck out of a gym if you're trying to be that guy. <laughs> it, 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 you just can't, like... Like it's like in 2021, oh if you're going anywhere besides Planet Fitness to talk, try to talk to women or approach women, you you're not long for whatever respectable yeah. gym is going to try to have you there. Cheat, cheat code. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu school is also a bad place to hit on girls. I've never done yoga. <laughs> I don't know like what what fucking hood pranks video creator would try that shit. But Jesus, I would I didn't want to make the BJJ gym joke because because it's 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 going to be bad. Yeah, it backfired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was like, it was like you could only be the jokey guy in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu because that was like my my defense mechanism when I would get smoked. Would just And I knew I was like, I was bad to the point where I know people didn't really want to roll with me because I was like a waste of time to them. They weren't, they had to sort of teach me so to speak and they weren't getting anything out of it. Yeah. It, it can vary. I mean, and you're getting at, how long did you do it? I want to say like almost three years. Oh, really? Yeah. Long. I mean, I was like, I barely. Did you get was the blue? A, almost, yeah. and then I just wasn't sticking with it enough, and 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 fell out of I it. I gave it, a, you know, I gave it a good try because it's it's like stand up to me, com- comedy to me, where it's like it's like a I respect it maybe more than like actual art because I don't know it, like it's not my world and stuff, and just also get your ass fucking beat. It's a thing. Yeah. That you, it's also a thing you can you can really never really master even you t- you talk about f- like four stripe black belts will still say i can still learn the you know, only way it, anyone it's, it's ever amazing. I, I don't ever want to it's like it's like art where yeah. it's like i don't ever want to meet someone that thinks they've crossed the finish line of it you know it's just not those those, yeah, those never come across anyone that, that's even i've never come across anyone that's ever 20 year black belts like i can still learn that's the kind of the cool thing about it too and like i said like it's it's nice to even get to purple and which is a huge i mean i was 
I was ecstatic when it happened. Yeah. You know, I like yeah, got to the car and I even like kind of cried a little bit. I was like, I because yeah. it's just years. It's years of getting tapped thousands of times and getting swept hundreds and thousands of times. And then that I did it moment is not just like a kid moment or a sad moment. That's no, a pure yeah. Any age, I like. I mean, I'm not any age of life, but I could see myself in like 60 years, like. It like let's let's say I'm six years old and I fucking my first ever fucking show at a stadium. I'm yeah. not gonna be like I'm not gonna cry. I would ball because I'd look at this moment right now. Well, I'd look it's at the, last the time week, to I'd get to at, that moment. Don't, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 that's what it's all about. heavy. Like it's like yeah. it's yeah. I mean, like you'll see every once in a while, MMA fighters will get black belts presented to them after they win a fight. Yeah. It's like awesome moment. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember getting calls from like other purple belts. Yeah, like afterwards, or like cool. any ones that have left state. Like saw so you got your purple. What belt, school man. are you at? It's called Rio Pro. It's uh, it's in. Fairview. I trained at Rio Pro when it was Ricardo Perez. Full yeah. circle. Yeah. There you go. We're t- I'm old as shit. Well, yeah, I'm your age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two years older than him. So yeah, <laughs> you're old as no. Crap. I, I trained over when when they first opened in Beachwood. That's where I trained. And the Beachwood one's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Westlake one is not. It was a the Westlake one moved to Fairview Park. That because I see it. Yeah. Anyways, I designed that logo. Yeah. For Rio oh well. Pro. Uh, oh. It, nice. this, it's funny. Um, American Werewolves. Trevor. Yep. That's he my, trains. That's at, my dude. He trains at Beachwood. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know him well. I've rolled with him a couple of that's times. My best bud. Yeah. He's a, a real, real nice guy. Everyone really likes him. He's a good guy. But he was one that uh, used to come over to Westlake on Sundays because mm-hmm. we had class on Sundays and rolled with him a couple of times. Really good guy. Super strong. Really, really. He's also another one that I think just got immersed in it. Well, you know? yeah. He lost probably over a hundred pounds. Yeah. And I used to roll with him when he was had the extra 100 pounds on him yeah it, it was not a fun time because even at his yeah. when he was bigger he he's just an athlete like he's an athletic guy and I, he understands it in a way i never could so yeah. it was like playing your big brother in video games and getting smoked immediately and i'm just sitting there mashing buttons and just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you buddies with him before you did the logo or did you just end the, no like, i mean we've been, story? We've, been, we've been best friends for over 20 years Oh, yeah, I remember seeing years. photos of him like after uh, I just came across it like just like in a rabbit hole and I saw a photo of uh, him, but then I saw old ones. I was like Jesus, like he because he like you said he was a hundred pounds heavier. Oh like, yeah, he, he's he's in great shape now. Shout out Athletic Trevor. Yeah, yeah. He, he um mountain biking's his shit now. Yeah, I try going out with them too. It goes the same way as Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, where like he fucking disappears into the forest, and I'm just huffing and puffing up a hill. You're calling yeah. an Uber. Wait, we <laughs> all, yeah, uh, pretty much. Wait, we all have a friend that like going hiking or something. That when we when you go like in the forest or something, they just disappear. Yep. Yeah. I thought that was I didn't know that was an actual thing until like a He's year ago. He's probably literally riding his mountain bike right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I'm a I'm a wimp, man. I was like, take take me to like Ray's Mountain Mountain Park, indoor mountain park, but like yeah. the snowy, cold. I, I just I don't know why I live here anymore. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it was a good. It's a good base. You ever want to move? You like it here? I yeah. I've been here my whole life. I I like it here. I think if there's anything I like that nags at me that I haven't done. It's like, well, like what's what else is out there? You know? I mean, we all have that self-realization, I don't especially have, like, around January to March. Yeah. yeah fair, <laughs> We're all like, why point. the fuck am I here? I mean, I don't have kids, you know, yeah. no no wife or girlfriend, and it's like, okay. Like, and you work at home anyways. Right. So, well, people always say that, is they go, you can work from anywhere, and I, to which I say I can't because, like, I don't, I don't like working off of a laptop remotely and like trying to set up a temporary shop. Like I'm very much a creature of habit. Yeah. Um, but ironically, like 
after like working from home throughout this, I'm like, I kind of want to rent a studio space just because to get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Which is weird. I would have thought you did I can see that. Space. I can see that. I mean, actually, in the, in the upcoming months, you may be able to get one pretty cheap. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, in, 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 uh, I, I've kind of outgrown my space. You know, it's it's been a busy couple of years for me, thankfully, yeah. which is a weird thing to to flex about in in these weird times. But it, it's it's been busy. Well, you're an extrovert. I don't think so. You're an extrovert. I think a lot of like I consider myself an extrovert. I am the happiest when I stay out of my fucking head. When yep. I always have stuff to do. Absolutely. You you couldn't have said it better. So I agree. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, That's why it's nice to talk to random people. Fucking just always stay busy because when, once anytime I have a fucking lazy day, if I have one day where I'm not doing anything, I immediately turn into the fucking devil. I'm like, I suck. Yeah. Why the fuck aren't I doing something? That was I'm. I have if I've worked on anything like the last year, it's been I don't apologize as much and I don't beat myself up about shit. Yeah, like uh, that's an unspoken thing about extroverts. A lot of extroverts, we be, you beat yourselves up. That's why I was like, oh my god. I'm Hola. super like I like I'm not. It's gonna sound like a fucking backhanded compliment myself, but like I'm extremely hard on myself. Like mm-hmm. it's like I developed it because I got teased a lot as a kid, and I just go, well, if you make fun of yourself worse than any of these people, you know, like yeah. like oh, you think you could fucking shit on me? Watch me shit on myself. You never shit on me. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. I shit on that, myself. Yeah. Con- Don't yeah. you feel dumb? Yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> you know, and you're beating like, him to the punch in, yeah. in your it mind. Serves, you mind you think you're beating him to the punch. Yeah, yeah. like it, it serves you well, and it gets you out of getting your ass beat sometimes. But mm-hmm. like, you end up in your 30s fucking hating yourself, and it's yeah. like, climb, you got to climb out of that hole. So it's, yeah, it's you know, it's been a fun five years. Is <laughs> what I'm trying well, to say. Yeah. I mean, but I mean that 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 I don't know. Climbing out of a hole is, is I, I think it's more common. Maybe people are more open about it, but it's a common thing that I think everyone does. You know, they, they, they dig themselves in the hole, then they got to climb it out, whether it's just mentally, financially, personally, whatever it might be. That's a true point. I, I think people do that all the time. I do it it's constantly. It's just different degrees My, like, of life. how they do like, it. Like you were talking about like uh, uh, like just kind of getting out of your head. Yeah. I'm the exact opposite and the same at the yeah. exact same time. Mm-hmm. Like I... I I kind of like being in my head, even though it's kind of a horrible place to be. But I bask in it, and then I just I you're stay. comfortable there. It can I be a horrible it. place to be. Very yeah. much doesn't always totally. have to be a horrible place. Mm-hmm. You know the thing, but like, it can be. Like yeah. I, I can go mm-hmm. and I can go on YouTube rabbit holes in my head. <laughs> I can think about you know it's like you and I have talked about this before, and this is a real thing that I do. Like where I'll like I'll go to a party when parties were actually fucking things, and like I'll see somebody and I'll say hello to them, and I'll crack a joke or something stupid, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And two hours into that party, I'm still thinking about the way that I cracked that joke. And I can't, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, yep. was that taken the wrong way? <laughs> yeah. Like I, and, but I mean, and then, yeah, yeah. now couple that with 10 other introduction jokes that I made at that party or throughout that day or that morning. And I'm replaying them in my head over and over and over again. And I do it every day. Yeah. It's, it's a, it never ends. It, no, it's, it's just never ends. It, I don't know maybe. how to make it stop. It blows my yeah. mind that I am on some level successful as an artist and kind of an outgoing person that, puts themselves out there as much as I do because for years I would literally replay thousands of times in my head like constantly or like you know you pre-play in your head like okay mm-hmm. but if I do this how is this going to be taken by this and that and the yeah. other person it's like yeah. I'm an artist and it's like the most freeing thing I kind of came across recently was I was like 
my responsibility is to do the best possible work I can. It's yeah. not how it's received. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, very much I, agree. Yeah. I'm not putting fucking white power symbols on stuff or, like, putting hateful shit out into the world. Like, it's, Oh, shit, I gotta delete that tweet. I misunderstood this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, tag sorry, Real Pro, tag, sorry, Nelson Gracie. You are not doing well on Twitter. <laughs> Ooh, look BJ who's Jay and minorities yeah. hate you right now. Yeah, who's <laughs> trending for all the wrong reasons? Yeah. Um, but like, you know, like it, it's it, like you said, just gotta. It's like I spend most of my life inside my own head, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's and it's sometimes it's most of the time a happy place. But it, this past year, it's like okay, we're, I would love to not be in here yeah. anymore. Physically and mentally, I would love to just be anywhere uh, yeah. else. Yeah. I ended up going down this rabbit hole a couple days ago where uh, I, I was in fifth grade and I accidentally called my teacher dad. <laughs> and I just started thinking about it. I was like, oh my God, does he still think like I'm weird? Like from when I was five, he was like, oh, that's Brian. He, <laughs> he called very me much dad. does. I yes. called, yeah. I called my first grade teacher, Mrs. Miss Evans' uh, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> and then of course, it's like, it's the thing that emotionally scars you for life, yeah. where it's like, you know, not the time the rabbi touched you in the pee-pee, it's the time you called your fucking teacher mama, and she yeah. says, yes, honey, yeah. and then, like, the entire class, I remember, erupted in laughter. That's not his mom. Why like, call the teacher's yeah. mom? Is he fucking her dad? And then I was like, I just, like, of course, you, your brain lies to you about how shit actually went, so then oh, in my mind, yeah. I'm like, you remember later, when Alan fucking came up to you after class? I said, hey, mom, and mm-hmm. laughing. It's never it's, happened. Yeah, well, so I got in that, and I was, like, uh, freaking out because I was like, oh, man. I was like, does anyone else remember that? I hope they don't. <laughs> and, like, and then I'm thinking about it for an hour. <laughs> it doesn't so you, matter. Well, it doesn't. So you were talking about that. Like, we were talking about, like, the open mics, and, like, a lot of times half the people in the crowd are other comics who aren't even listening to you because they're worried about their own shit. Yeah. That's actually most of life. Yeah. Like, that, when, whatever dumb joke or greeting I made when I walked into that party, mm-hmm. that person Hasn't fucking thought about it and probably forgot. No, one, fucking, no one thinks about it. Probably you. forgot my name. Yeah. Like, what, no one like like, like you mean that thing that Joel said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name's not Joel. <laughs> you know, no one, yeah, no one is thinking about yeah. ever like it's such a selfish and arrogant thing to assume that someone has the time to think mm-hmm. about that thing you did seconds ago minutes ago years ago yeah. it's like because everyone's got their own shit yeah. going yeah. on it's, it's actually and that's it's funny because I, I very much agree and say that to myself at the end of the day it's a mind numbingly selfish thing to yeah. think that your words had that much impact on a fucking stranger <laughs> it's just mild narcissism no, it's, it's, it starts out as a yeah. well meaning empathy where it's like I don't want to hurt this person's feelings mm-hmm. yeah. and then it turns into this sort of paralyzing arrogance where you're like I certainly hope that this person's life wasn't impacted. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. they don't fucking care. No, yeah. no one cares. It's ama- it's it's amazing. Yeah. It, tr- it truly, truly is. Yeah. And I like that you we that. just had a very, very deep good. conversation about that, and I'm gonna do it tomorrow. <laughs> it's not gonna stop. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna. gonna, gonna te- I'm gonna text a joke tomorrow, and, and I'm not gonna get a response right away. And it's not because the person on the other end is just like, "What did he mean by that?" And they're probably just with their kids. But I'm gonna be like, "Motherfucker, what? I'm sorry. Look, it was a joke. I think you're reading too much into it. Calm the fuck down, please. Call, text me. Call me. Let's get dinner. It's on me. I'm fucking sorry." Yeah. And they're like. Hey, that was funny. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter that I know all of this. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, so like to shoot a hole in all of that logic, which makes sense is so like, 
in the depths of one of my stretches of boredom a few months ago, I just would post shit to the internet because I was... This shit's got to escape my head in some way, right? Uh, So, like, I posted a story about in fifth grade. I'll never forget it because it it stuck with me to this day. So, I was fifth grade, and I thought I had to take a shit all day. And I went to public school, so I don't know if this is how it went for you guys. We didn't have doors on the stalls in public schools. Oh, no. No, we had doors. No doors. Shit. You're describing prison. Yeah. Well, because (laughs) they, they didn't. Be, I think because they just wanted to make sure kids weren't doing coke in I don't know, <laughs> in the bathroom. So no one shat at school. It was like you didn't want to be branded as a kid that shat at school. So oh, I yeah. held this shit in all day because I was like a goody goody kid and I didn't want to fake sickness to go home to poop. Yeah. So around <laughs> what felt like an eternity, probably like two p.m., which is like it's forever <laughs> after lunch and it's forever before the day is over. Mm-hmm. I unleash. What can only be described as a concussive fart that lasted. <laughs> I mean, I went to public school, wooden desks, wooden chairs. I'll remember my ass reverberating off the seat. This thing was so concussive and hard. Concussive and like fart. it just like unleashed years of gas. And like me and my brother would cry laughing at farts as kids. We still do. Yeah. It's the funniest thing in the world. Is. Except when you do it. And I just never forget, I let this fucker go because I couldn't hold it in anymore. I thought I was going to shit my pants. Yeah. It came out, as, thankfully, as a fart. But it was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud and so long. I just remember grabbing the front of my desk like a bull's horns. And I could, I could feel the blood leave my body. I was so like fucking mortified. And then like I just remember looking up. I go, if the teacher's laughing, I know it's really bad. <laughs> I was like, so I think the teacher like literally had to cover his mouth, <laughs> and every kid in the room just like is having an asthma attacks <laughs> fit of laughter, uh, like so. Like, anyways, I post this story on my Facebook. <laughs> so like a bunch of like it gets some likes, it gets a lot of comments, and then the one kid who's my friend in grade school just replies. I remember that fart. <laughs> it goes, yes, it was loud. Yes, it was loud. <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. And I was like, I was like laying in bed crying, laughing. But see, I was that's like, the beauty of it, though, because you did. <laughs> that is the hole in it because you remembered it and it was traumatizing. But the person looks back on that, not like, yeah, he's weird as an adult. They're like, that's awesome. That I remember. Well, no, that I think too. like I admired the honesty of it, and I admired like normally. It was just funny because I, like, spend most of my life being, like, you know, your mind will lie to you about your past or over-romanticize good things and over-traumatize bad things, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this kid was, like, yeah, he's, like, I remember. It was fucking loud. Yeah, <laughs> was like, yeah just yeah. casually. No, I remember. It changed everything for me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll never forget. So later that day, I remember, like, the funny, one of the funny kids in class came up to me, and he just did, like, the fart noise. Yeah. And he's like, ah! Like Like a fucking demon And I was like, because I was extremely self-conscious as a kid, probably still am to an extent, but, like, as a kid, man, you're branded as the farter. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to talk, like, your pants nickname stuck? Yeah. Great school, shit like that, like, I was a husky kid. I was a husky farter, man. You don't. I was a husky farter. They were concussive. 
I, I could have probably married someone in that class, but no, I had to fart. Yeah, that's a, that's the fucking that's where the fucking futures mind goes. were changed on that yeah. day. Yeah, Relation- Relation- love of your life, but then relationships were permanently altered that day. <laughs> <laughs> we will always be casual hellos yeah. going yeah. forward. Casual hellos from that eight seconds of of uh, poopiness. That's that. That's so funny. But, it, it's so true, though. Like yeah. it, it's just, but that's man. Fucking grade school is like a fucking battlefield sometimes, man. Because everyone is insecure. Well, that's you know, we're, no we got through fucking puberty too. Well, that, you're learning. That's fucking well, sucks. This was like before puberty. Like this is oh, right okay. before. This is still like the. I don't know why I took that as that's before puberty was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for some reason I was like, oh, when did oh ninety four is when start? puberty started. Yeah, like, puberty didn't really kick in for people yeah, until the forties. Yeah, it started after <laughs> Cobain died. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, you, like when you you're you were at the age when kids were still innocent and they were learning how to be mean. Yeah, and yeah. they were learning like if I'm mean, no one will be mean to me before I could be mean to them. Yeah. It's around that time, too, where they start learning that they can kind of mouth off to teachers, and there really isn't much repercussion for it. So then they're not going to get hit. Yeah, then they get more bold. And then, like, oh, now I can, well, if I can be mouth off to teachers, imagine what I can do to my classmates. We had a kid straight up beat the shit out of a teacher before that was a thing. Thankfully, it was before school shootings were a thing, too. But yeah. (laughs) God. He was little too, and he beat—I mean, he beat the shit out of this. Like he, he just realized the teacher's woman. not gonna, the, the, she's not gonna punch him back. He—I mean, it was, it was so long ago, but it, it was like I misremember the past. I go, hey, I was like, how come we don't talk more about how Pearl Jam invented school shootings with the video Jeremy? And then my friend just goes, <laughs> no, Jeremy shot himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He goes, watch the. He goes, and he goes, he sent me the YouTube. That's he goes, true. watch the fucking video. I go. I really thought at the end of the video he shoots all the kids mm-hmm. in the class. At first I did too, and then I guess they make you watch it, and I guess the hand's coming closer to him. Uh, but no, I thought the same thing. Well, regardless, yeah. he spoke in class today. Yeah. Also, I, apparently everyone was fine with him biting the recess lady's breast. How did he <laughs> get close enough? I like this analysis of Jeremy. It's been a long time since I've seen the video. Probably since I was so, born. You know, all right. So you know, titty biting aside, uh, I was looking at speaking your of site. Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. speaking <laughs> of Valentine's titty biting. Yeah, I was looking at your site. The amount of clients you have is impressive. That, that you worked yeah. with in the past, um, it's significant. So I mean, you have like musicians on there. Obviously, you have businesses. You mm-hmm. have like what was the one was a uh, uh, the Cleve. The, oh, the buzzards. The Cleveland buzzards. Then you well, had Fall Out Boy. That and was, then... The Cleveland buzzards specifically was just a personal project. Like, yeah. that was, I, I would take like a couple weeks off a year just to pursue personal projects. And, and last year, I just decided to piss off Indians fans with a speculative rebrand of the Indians. Yeah. Which I guess is we call it now the Cleveland baseball team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I get you. To your point, it's the only way you keep bills paid is, is because you can't. I don't like. I like the notion of bouncing around to di- working with different people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a little spread out. Yeah. Do you ever not for uh, take a uh, your workload aside or take a uh, you maybe just don't like? Is there ever been a time that you've turned someone down for just maybe like personal reasons? Sure. Sure. I mean, what is I their live- full name? 
<laughs> uh, real pro <laughs> just keep digging just keep digging look at those participation trophies <laughs> ah, you I was like I, just, I, I sent the email I go we don't work with any fake ass karate people no, it's, <laughs> it's total jokes Cobra Kai got real it's total jokes Vlad it's a joke um, oh fuck you know Vlad <laughs> yeah Vlad's oh, who I work Vlad, Vlad looks I like work. he could kill someone that's the name of the no he doesn't like. but he can yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Vlad, Vlad was I mean the, the Vlad is who I worked with on the logo um, okay. design so um and, i can't and, wait um, to see him on tuesday it's been so long <laughs> I, I made that fucker it's years ago but back to it i lived in fear of poverty so long i didn't say no to much you know and i also wasn't being approached by people that were like white power organizations or things that i feel strongly against it, it, it it's always been for the most part like sure i don't have a problem with this um and then more often than not, if I say no to something, it's because I can, I can smell the project's not a good fit for me. It won't be fun. Um, to be blunt, the money's not right. Um, but I'm trying to think of any that I just straight up said no because it like didn't jibe with me or what I stood for. Well, because I bring it up because it, it's something that's actually coming up for us. Is like I, I assume you have an idea of what's been going on with. Uh, town hall in the last say eight nine months yes so that's one that's actually uh that's i thought about that like if they were to reach up like hey you want to work on our because that's something that probably could be lucrative but at the same time i would say no to them 100 percent. yeah I couldn't, and, and I, I assumed i i i i couldn't i i would i mean i don't really see it'd be a no you they think, wouldn't they wouldn't work with me in the first place but like um you know i didn't i'm not a fan of the people they openly support and uh are we? They actually I'm also us. like we're pretty they actually ended up blocking us for uh they blocked yeah. our, our our instagram <laughs> i mean it's it's i'm not a very political dude but i don't know how anybody could not be after the last four years yeah and i don't enjoy especially since it's it's slowly improving from what it was um i don't really like talking heavily about it it's it's exhausting but um the day the first day that trump lost me and my friend went and took a video in front of town hall where we were just were giggling (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm not petty but i'm like and i'm not a dude i cannot stand trump supporters because they took a victory lap for four years so i didn't want to be about that sure yeah but for one day i was gonna have a fucking laugh yeah um so yeah, we. Uh, but um, I like if, how you said that. Uh, like you have to be political a little bit. I'm actually very happy that's over because now I now I'm less political and I'm a little happier. I'm more just yes, like, I, I can pay attention to politics, but I'm like, all right, I can disagree on things and not lose my fucking mind over. I don't like s- I don't like how people want to give Trump credit for making everyone more aware of what's going on in this country the same way a kid should credit an abusive father for making him tougher. Yeah. Do we need that around because that's how you perceive that? No. We no. don't need around. It's like, okay, we went through it, thanks, yeah. I guess. Um, but I don't... The town hall thing is so... Just if if that's what you're about, it's America. You're you're free to be about whatever you want. The whole reason I'm an artist is I, I want to be able to say no to people I don't agree with. Yeah. Or entities and brands. Because you have with. your right to do that. Right. Um, and... You know, so like, 
there's just not a lot of people that are so outwardly about things I'm in opposition to, especially in gentrified Cleveland in 2021. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of anything else, you know, and also I didn't have the luxury of saying no to people for creative reasons for a long time. Yeah. I needed to fucking pay rent. I'm in that boat a little bit too. Cause yeah, I love doing it so much. Even if it's a little bit out of my comfort zone, I find a way I'm like, Wait, yeah, so well, the money's kind of right. Why were you guys blocked on Instagram? Oh, uh, what what fucking... Uh, we ended up... Uh, I f- well, something crazy happened with them. I forgot what they fucking did. Uh, Joe was the one that started going off on them. Um, Joe, what the fuck did you Joe, do? Joe, why did you get fired from Town Hall? Yeah, because well, my, my Instagram got blocked. Look at Because I was going to pull the curtain back. Joe had to go. Yeah, sorry. Right. So, what the yeah, fuck Trump 2024, you... right? No, yeah, no. <laughs> what, no. What was the <laughs> incident that got us blocked by Town Hall? Um, Honestly, it, 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 we weren't. I didn't think we were like going like super hard in the paint. I th- Honestly, I was posting. Like articles about what was going on, like in in our uh, in our stories. Well, what was the comment? We did a comment thread. We did a comment thread. I think uh, I just kept on saying. one post because I knew a couple girls that worked at Town Hall. I went to high school with them, oh, and I ended up yeah. seeing them. And they were like, "Oh, so you don't like Town Hall?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Oh, we work there." I was like, "I don't hate you. Like you're you're a serve. Like you do what you got to do. Like I'm I not mad at you for it, but yeah, I, I don't like Town Hall. I don't." understand what's so fucking hard about serving acai bowls and not having <laughs> to talk about spouting your socio-political views at every juncture yeah. that's my only question yeah. you know it's like i guess it cuts both ways i think that i think it's great that professional athletes are as outspoken as they are about social issues so i guess when a maga wheatgrass death cult restaurant wants to talk about shit it's their right. Yeah. It's oh yeah, just, I, I agree. And, and it's America, and it sucks, but that's part of it. It's just weird to me. Yeah. It's just fucking yeah. weird. It is weird, but I I very much agree. Like uh like in terms of I'm sure you know about like the uh like the the, the bakeries who don't want to uh, make cakes for gay weddings. Mm-hmm. Now I don't agree with making them do that. The reason I don't agree with that and like kind of like putting things aside and, and silencing them in the way is because I don't. Like, I want to know who that is. Like, I don't... I think when you start trying to, like, say you can't say hateful things, I, I'm... You, I'm wanted the, you, wanted, you wanted to sort of be out front what people stand for. I want to know that. Like, I don't want to be going to... Like, for instance, like, I mean, stick with the town hall thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be going to town hall for two years and then find out all this stuff out of the boom. Like, Jesus, I've been going to this... I would have stopped going there a long time ago. It's, but, uh, well, it's, but that's capitalism in a nutshell. So yeah. if you don't like a place, don't support it with your dollars. That's, I agree. I mean, that's that's... That's all you can do. I mean, like what what what's infuriating to me is their food's so fucking good. It's like the Chick Fil A thing. It's like the Chick Fil A thing. It's like if if Chick Fil A's food wasn't so fucking banging, people wouldn't be so mad about their staunch know, stance against dude. LGBTQ issues. But it's like, man, the chicken sandwich is just fucking I know. that great. That's when people are just like, yeah, but it's not the workers' fault, so I can go right. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's the but yeah, because so when when we when my wife and I first moved up here. uh yeah, I mean, they're like, you go to a town hall, got to a town hall. And we didn't go there a lot, but we didn't go there a little. The food's really good. The you acai know, pudding, man, I can't remake it at home. Their avocado toast is, is top notch. Like, like, I, to, I love- to, to the point, it's just like, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's a fucking restaurant in Cleveland that I don't want to go to. And you know what? If I'm being 
1,000% honest, my greatest fear is that some girl's going to want to go on a date and they're going, can we go to town hall? And I'm going to have to be like, look, man. Like, here's what, does this date, what does this date look like at 1030? Like, is this guaranteed? <laughs> You know, because like, I'll put a hat on. I was like, um, I, like we could go to like uh, Liquid Planet, or um, we could go like to literally any other place in the world. But, but I don't. Oh. So like, I mean, it's 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 Cleveland. Everybody has a friend that sure. either works there or or, mm-hmm. or goes there or, or or whatever. But it's just insane to me that a, a restaurant would care that much about your body. And your it's your health, it's so and weird. then yeah, have the views espouse the views it does in in in, in whatever. And most of the, I know, like I'm not. So gonna like, s- thanks for ruining any opportunity I might have to work with them. In the <laughs> capacity is what I'm trying to say here. So oh, they blocked have, us. They're not listening. I'm yeah. gonna have town hall management and Rio Pro basically chasing me down a street here. <laughs> like, well, at least one of them can kill you. The other one just can be like, we'll I like sue the you. irony <laughs> of the name Guiltless Podcast. It's exactly, <laughs> what it it's is. great. Yeah, right. But that's the yeah, that's. I'm not going to speak for other restaurants because I don't work there, but I know for if I, I I used to work with a sister company at one of the restaurants on that street. Nine, uh, out of, I don't know, like eight bars around that, I don't know any of them that actually support Town Hall. Because I think they all know what's th- they know. It's it all speaks bullshit. to the power of community because, yes. like, it's it's like, yeah, you're free to do whatever you want, make get your money, stand for whatever you want to stand for, but as a community, by and large, Ohio City is yeah. pretty against it. Mm-hmm. And they don't support it with their dollars. Like, that business, I'm no expert, and I'm probably talking out of my ass, mostly comes from the suburbs or, yeah. or, or you know. It's, it's people not coming... traveling because they, they saw Chloe, Chloe Kardashian there on Instagram like two years Shit, ago. Shit, she something. was there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, she was asking You know what? You. Fuck it, I'm... I'll be going there. Back on, back <laughs> yeah, on board. <laughs> she looks way better now than she did three years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, she's had a lot Barbie of assistance. Season. Yeah. yeah, I so I not remember, mad at that. Not I remember the that. incident that happened with us. It was when oh, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. fired that guy. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Who that, can forget? Yeah, that they fired that guy. You remember? Did you, <laughs> Do you hear remember that time with that thing? Fucking yeah, incredible. they fired that guy for that for that thing. So what? Okay, I do remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember what sparked all. So the the big conversation was about the general manager there, which. Oh, the the this Facebook is so fucking comments weird. This or whatever. This is so fucking mm-hmm. weird, but this is a hundred percent true because I remember we were talking about bands. I played in a band with this guy. For one show, the GM. <laughs> I swear this happened. Uh, his name, yeah, his name's Ryan Hartzell. <laughs> Guiltless. <laughs> Guiltless. Don't forget the name. Yeah. <laughs> but because uh, he is from Ak, I'm from Akron too. Mm-hmm. So we were at a, a, a we um, were playing our first show, and our bass player. Remember, I mentioned the bass player was going to like the Navy or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So he was going to take over. So we played a show where he played like. The Navy guy played five songs, and after that, this guy Ryan Hartzell played five songs. This guy Ryan Hartzell was so insufferable. We're like, we'll roll our dice with the guy that we know is going to the Navy and just said, no, we don't want to play with you. (laughs) Because he fucking said he was an asshole. And apparently he grew up into a larger one. Because he's the GM, and I guess he... On social media, he says something like, "If you don't like it, get out of this country." So, so what did he, did he say when you when you part ways? Like, I'm gonna go work for the biggest acai bowl restaurant in Cleveland, and I'm never looking back. And <laughs> screw you guys. Yeah, he did, and we didn't believe him. And you know what? Egg on our face. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I remember that, that's the incident in question. It, it yeah. was just like, I don't know the guy. Never met the guy. 
but I'm familiar with what you're talking about. I don't, was he fired? No, he wasn't. So, anyways, you guys what, like what made jokes about it and got blocked on Instagram. Basically, yeah. Yeah, he was start. I started making fun of him. Well, even if you go to their Instagram or Facebook now, it's heavily monitored. Um, you don't say. Oh yeah, like it's it is heavily heavily monitored because uh, for probably five, six, seven days after that, I, I mean, there were hundreds of comments on every post and they, they're then they they're were like just deleting non-gmo and, and they're like fuck you <laughs> i don't even like i i don't i'm trying to sort my work my my thoughts out about it i don't have any other than it's just like i just wish they weren't so fucking weird yeah yeah and it's like it i just it's in a time when when it couldn't be easier to rally behind local small independent businesses you want to. You, you do, and, uh, but... and they're, listen, they're, they're not exactly struggling to get by, and they never oh, have. Oh, no. Um, but... Was it the Georges? Is that their name? Yeah. Yeah, they have the, like five, six, seven restaurants. That's their backers, yeah, yeah. The, the owner-owners. Uh, it's, 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 it's just fucking weird. I don't know. Like, it, like, I don't ever want to feel like I can't speak my mind or express my views, but if I owned a restaurant that was position to be like holistic and in well-meaning i would just shut the fuck up and serve serve your food fucking cashew crusted fried chicken <laughs> and shit. Like, it is a strange dynamic. and it's delicious by the way to yeah be fair. it is very I'll, look i'm trying to be objective i have no horse in this race yeah um quite frankly i think it's a testament to our our will because the food is so good and we aren't going <laughs> yeah dude like straight up if it was a subway uh, I'll no be problem. throwing, throwing no rocks problem. through that fucker. <laughs> as, it as, just... as a single man, a thirsty single man on Valentine's Day, <laughs> there's a lot of women that probably go there, and I still cannot go there. Yeah. Have I given them money in the past? Sure. Have I went there in the past? Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's just, it's gotten too weird, man. It has. It, it's, it's a shame. It, it is a weird dynamic. The, uh, the, the 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 front of it it's uh, the 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 non-gmo vegan option and then they're like oh but we definitely got to build that wall yeah it's a very straight like you didn't thought you definitely never thought that third part was coming no but it's it's that's america for yeah, you i guess it is, like man. it's it, listen you're free to say it free to think mm-hmm. it i suppose you're free to I'm free to go to that my place money elsewhere. Yeah. But, but one thing i've learned doing stand-up <laughs> is uh, if i say something and the audience doesn't like it the betterment for me and them i don't double down on it <laughs> like if they don't if they really don't like uh, what i'm saying you don't go fuck you that joke was yeah great. <laughs> i don't go fuck you you motherfuckers i'm gonna say it again i mean unless i'm being yell, funny about do it do you yell you all triggered yeah, I'm like, I'm, you guys got me triggered. I'm, you guys are mad. I'm mad. We're all mad. Like, I just, I know, like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe just don't say that. Maybe just don't say it. I don't, like, it's, I also, this, I think this, is for somebody that's extremely online myself all the time, it's okay to not have an opinion on some shit. Yeah. It's okay to say, I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Or even better, like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about this. Yeah. And it's okay to not have to weigh in on every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I blame the dude that was in office before the, the current guy was in office for, like, just sort of... Obama, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Obama. Fucking... Sorry, my timeline's all fucked <laughs> Like, up. it's like, I, you know, it's like, it's it's just... It's been an exhausting four years of that guy, yeah. and I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's 
I think it's getting better, and I think that people should just try to find some solace in the fact that it's going to get better at a glacial pace and it won't be overnight. I, mean, I got vaccinated. I can tell it's getting better. I got vaccinated. Oh, did, congrats. Oh, God, yeah. I'm so I, happy for you. It's yeah. fun. I'm glad you're safe. You're, did but, it hurt? Uh, okay, so the first vac- the first vaccination, uh, don't don't get either of them on like your main arm. Because my, my shoulder got really sore for like two or three days. I mean, that's like a flu shot. Yeah. yeah. I didn't show any symptoms. Second one... Um, some people show symptoms. So were you like Some at the strip don't. club later licking the pole? And oh, yeah, totally. No, I, yeah, I started stripping with them. I was like, you guys want to make out? They're like, no. I was like, you're lost. I'm vaccinated. That's tight. Went to Lido Lounge. You're it was fucking awesome. dope. The Lido Lounge is actually, <laughs> that's ground zero for COVID. Lido Lounge, if they emailed me for work, I would definitely say yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a... Um, if anyone needs rebranded, it's the Lido Lounge. <laughs> I've got some memories from old Double L, yeah. for sure. Um, I have some memories and some unmemories. Yeah, I um, just receipts. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to run through the hard drive real quick. Nope, don't want to share any of them. Right yeah, it's um, okay. We'll do another episode. Yeah. I know that any. I know that any night that you can make the entire security staff at a strip club laugh at last call you've had a good night mm-hmm. so like it was that thing um but yeah I, like i would gladly i don't have any more opposition i know it's gonna sound bold and brazen <gasps> i don't really That's have insane. any problem like if like in an adult entertainment thing i wanted to like invest in branding cool branding i would do it i, I think like i don't Lido lounge please hit up okay pants i would like it's a small business man like it's yeah. I, yeah. I, I i don't it's know a super like, small business it's a I, did, I think I told you this. Me, my wife and I went in there uh, again when we moved up here for the first time. Mm-hmm. She's just joking around. She's like, "Let's go to a strip club." I'm like, "Cool. I'm gonna take you to the worst fucking one possible." So we go to the Lido. Lounge. Not to be this guy, you could do worse than Lido Lounge, but could, I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, you ever been to my mom's house? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Yeah. We all have. It's way worse. Boom, than mom jokes. But uh, the place was so Lido loungy that uh, we walked in and. Uh, we walk in, we sit down, we're getting a beer, and my wife's like, isn't this a strip club? I'm like, I I thought the same thing. And I'm looking around, and finally the bartender comes over, and I'm like, I'm not trying to be weird, but where are the strippers? <laughs> He's like, Fair question. I don't know, they were supposed to come in, I haven't heard from them. <laughs> if that's not a Cleveland strip club story, I, know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> they were, but the, the strippers were just no call, no shows, just didn't show up. Hey, we're like, cool, they? well, all right, you can cash us out. We'll yeah. take off. They're like, great, come back again. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a Yelp review I would love to write. I that, yeah. Actually, I don't write serious Yelp reviews ever, but I would love to have experienced that. <laughs> just I don't just like, for the review. I don't like, I, I, one of my, one of my, my more successful bodies of work were my series of Yelp reviews. None of which were actually things that happened except for one where me and my buddy went to Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Yeah. And um, so, like, me and my buddy look like two dudes that would pass gas in a bar. Like, we look like farty guys. And uh, so, like, some, you know, we're just sitting off kind of on the periphery having some drinks. And some chick comes over, and she's got the two packs of a day voice. Yeah. And, like, she didn't come over and say hi. She just goes, she, like, came in, like, Tasmanian Devil. She goes, she goes, what's up, dude? She's like, my small business is failing. My kid crashed my car. She's like, you guys partying or what? <laughs> and then we're like, 
cool. Uh, hi, uh, hi, you. <laughs> I, I'm uh, Aaron. <laughs> so then, like, she's continuing to talk about God knows what, and then I, I like what can only be described as like a spiked wall of stench smacked me and my friend in the face in such a way that like our eyes started involuntarily oh, closing yeah <laughs> he looks at me and i look at him and then like some other chick comes over because i did the thing where i'm like i don't really want to talk to this person start looking at my phone so mm -hmm. my friend's kind of talking to her yeah so some other chick comes up and she's very lovely so i put my phone away and she's like hey she's like what are you and before she could finish like up to saying up to tonight the wall of fart hits her and you see her just do this pausing move where, like, it looked like a dog if you keep tapping it on the head with a pencil. Oh, my God. And she, like, turns around and fucking heads for the hills. And so I look back at my friend, and I was like, man, that wasn't you, was it? And he goes, he's like, I'm offended you would even ask that, man. He's like, this is terrible. So I turn around. And like there's a there's a secondary bar behind us and at this point i'm like just i'm crafting the yelp review in my mind of this whole story that's happening yeah and i turn around and there's a dude whose look i could best describe as weekend dad who'd played 36 holes and drank a beer <laughs> for each hole he had like the polo shirt on and like the golf shorts and he's at the bar and like his face is windburned and just like it just looked like day drinking at night as a man like he was just <laughs> beat red and he's like leaning against the bar there's like a chick trying to talk to him like a dancer and he's goes he's like oh man he's like who beefed <laughs> so he, he looked like it was like he was only laughing because he was so drunk and you could it was agonizingly it was terrible so like at this point i was like i <laughs> I just like I went home. I wasn't even drunk at that point because it was like I go. This is so amazing. Any of this happened, and I like posted the hustler review <laughs> of the whole thing. How many stars? Oh, they always get five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, because my thing is like I never. All my Yelp reviews are just like jokes. Yeah. Um, and they're never. You're not like, shitting on the establishment. They're never on like any super independent businesses, like a Urban Twine or like you know, like a Ninja City or someone that mm -hmm. could be aversely. It's always like Wendy's, yeah, the container store. Um, <laughs> the container store. <laughs> I, I yelped my own high school because I didn't even know you could do that, and I found out I you, know could, you could either. That's so awesome. Well, going back to the no doors on the stall thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So I basically yelped a negative. I five-starred it. But as always, five stars, because I'm like, it's harmless, right? Like, I think Yelp is such a stupid platform because it gives people the power to only ruin businesses. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I just give everything five stars, who the fuck cares? Yeah. And they've only kicked me off once so far. So. And plus, you know who's ever reading that in charge of that, like, Yelp status of whatever, that restaurant or something? Mm -hmm. they're, they're seeing the five stars. And personally, they're not like, oh my gosh. They're like, oh my god, in my, so silly. In my own ego-driven mind, I'd like to believe they're so entertained by it that mm -hmm. they just let me do it because they know they can't win. Oh, totally, yeah. But like, it's it's. Um, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to talk, tell another fart story. But well, that is Yelp, though. Like, that was a stripper that farted, by the way. That was not, <laughs> it was not me or my friend. My my best stripper story is uh, <laughs> I was in Cincinnati. Which, believe it or not, doesn't have great strip clubs. That's kind of surprising. Well, so, it's kind yeah. of a conservative town. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I was there. This is I mean, this is probably fifteen years ago, and uh, my old college roommate lives down there. Mm. And uh, I we still actually we're going down there next month to see him. I see him once twice a year, and uh, go down there one year. Uh, and he's like, we're going out, man. It's going to be just like college. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we end up at a strip club. And it was not nice. Or it was gross. I'll say gross. Gross. I think gross. it's accurate. And uh, I wasn't totally into it due to the grossness. And uh, I do remember a stripper coming. And I was hammered. And this stripper walking up to me and saying, hey, would you like a dance? And I'm like, I'm not. Thank you. But not right now. Maybe yeah. never. And uh, she's like, all right, well, let me know. And then I remember, I wish this was like a video podcast so I could actually do this little move. But I remember her kind of grabbing her thigh and shifting it over. And then I saw her walking away. She had a knee brace on. And it wasn't like, I don't mean like an ace bandage, like a fucking robo leg. Like she just had ACL surgery and she can't she put like weight on it. She had like a Stone Cold yeah. Steve yeah. Austin. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She was wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin, but like in the, like in 2007, yeah. when like ACL surgery, like still where, like she's like, I had this a month ago, but I have to work where she couldn't oh, put weight God. on it. Jeez. And she was just wobbling her way through the strip club. She was playing through the pain. Yeah, yeah. she was. She was you, or she do you think she was? so brilliant that she was faking it she knew to she try to get tips. the sympathy tips uh-huh. or she just knew that she was going to get mentioned on a podcast 14 years later <laughs> that's exactly long why. the long mm-hmm. call yeah. Long long game. Game. Yeah. yeah yeah one of many cleveland podcasts I, but that's this is the it. part of pod like i um I'm, I'm running through the hard drive of stripper stories i have um um we're gonna stop at the fart ones <laughs> maybe if you do a guiltless after dark one uh, yeah, Jesus Christ! One day I've actually tried kicking that off because, up. like, uh, we did well. We did one with uh, my buddy Raj Suresh. He moved to New York, then back to our Arkansas, mm-hmm. and we did one, and we didn't air it because we finished our episode, and he goes, "Oh, let, let's go again, let's go again," and this is at night. I'm drunk, but Joe is just. In the bed. Uh, like, we're talking. I That's look the at benefit Joe. of recording at my home. I look at... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it looks like Joe just got brain surgery. Like, he's like... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the thing that oh, got yeah. canceled in, like, well, the like, 70s. Well, like, it was also, like, it was a... Uh, he's like... Uh, so, Roger's in town. He's just like, uh, hey, I want to record an episode. I'm like, um, I don't know when we can do this. And it turned out, he's like, what do we do with, like, I got these, and then we'll, I'll come over at, like, 10. I'm like, 10? Fuck you, man. He's asleep by then. He's 43. Been yeah, we're in our for... 40s, man. That's, like, two hours after I'm yeah. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I've already taken my my nighttime tea, and I've, you know, I've, I've done my daily <laughs> yeah. affirmations. My nighttime tea. <laughs> so, like, uh, he comes over, and, of course, because we know Raj, we bullshit for, like, 45. We don't start till like, 1045. Mm-hmm. Then we go on for about north of two hours. And I'm like, well, I might as well just try to drink my body weight here. And that's what I did. We got done. And then, like, uh, we apparently did another one. Uh, yeah, you don't remember. I think you just deleted it immediately. I'm not even sure I that's, recorded That's it. what you put behind the paywall, I think, for the Patreon or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm honestly uh, not even sure I recorded it. Because I ended up looking at Joe. I was like, are you good? And he's like, no. <laughs> I, I, I just like, nodded. No. I, there was the one time... Me and my buddy were at the strip club, and we come across a dude, a local guy we kind of know. Um, Not well, but well enough that he invites us over to his weird VIP section table with two dudes that I can only describe as, like, the first couple henchmen that get killed in an action movie. Nice. Yeah. 
So like he goes, he's like, we got like, we got like some some boneless wings coming, man. We got some food. He's like, we got some money coming. Yeah. And I was like, like the money is coming to the table along with the food. And before I could finish it, there are like two stacks of like a lot of singles, yeah. like hundreds of dollars of singles. He's like, he goes, here, man. He's like, we got. And I look at my buddy, who, who's kind of like more in the bag than I am, and I just go, do not touch that money. Because <laughs> the two dudes just look like the dudes that throw you in the back of a car. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or the trunk of a car, <laughs> you know. And they're both bald. I'm not making this up. They're both bald. And they're not talking. Um, <laughs> For some reason, that's the most unsettling part. Again, we go so back like, to Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> it was more like... Hired assassin than angry redneck bald yeah. looking. Yeah, like and, sport coats, but like t-shirts under the sport coats. And yeah. then I'm not joking, like seven plates of boneless wings arrived to a table where there were five dudes sitting at it. <laughs> so like, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, we're good, man. I was like, I kind of just ate. And I was like, I'm just having this drink here. We're probably going to get out of here. And before, as I'm saying this, my friend, I see like dollar bills cascading through the air as my buddy's running to the stage with a stack of the money. And I was like, we're definitely dying. Today. <laughs> I was like, man, I go, why, why would a dude and two other dudes just give us this money to give to, I go, I was like, this something's off. Something's real weird, man. So <laughs> yeah. then, like, I just, like, I just, like, do what an adult does, and I just didn't, I just, like, walked away from all of it, and I'm sort of sitting by my friend who's just throwing singles at the stage. I mean, I'm, I would have to estimate there was $500 in singles, which I know to, like, rich people in strip clubs isn't a crazy amount of money, but I didn't have 500 bucks on at that time. Yeah. And, um... So then I'm just waiting for like one of the bald guys to come over and just be like, will you come with us real for a moment? We have to talk to you. Yeah. And, and like, but then what comes, I feel a presence coming up to me. And what it is, is that dude with two plates of the boneless wings and he's like insisting we eat these boneless wings. Is this it, the fucking mob? <laughs> the mob never cared this much about boneless wings. Yeah. Kind of, they didn't care about like, pasta is much like they don't like the sopranos <laughs> did not care as much about like which what, what faction of mafia is that in the yeah. bonus wings yeah, it, dude it just it, it, I, it was like parma i don't do enough to ever <laughs> besides the brazilian jiu-jitsu jokes i never do enough to curry violence out of anyone but i just always fear i just always fear a violent death for some reason, about to like like yeah, you, you pick up on the on the the one two. Okay, my dad. You is get a three. vibe in the room, and then the people in the room, you're like, this is all getting. Something's I mean, weird. you tell Something's me off. like as a straight white dude, has That's anyone off. just given you money? Like just giving you. I'd be like, cash. what's the catch? And they and they be like, ooh, not no catch. I'm like, oh, you gonna? I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know. What that I can tell do. you as a straight white dude, and I don't know if my race or sexuality has anything to do with it. I'm such a fucking weirdo. I would just stay and see where that went because it's, <laughs> it's just too intriguing yeah it was like it, it, dollar bills and wings it and was, strippers here was what was most fucked up about it it was boneless wings which is like kind of smart in a strip club environment because it's less messy i suppose mm -hmm. and i don't have you a don't problem. gotta be grabbing a stripper with fucking uh roasted i don't have a problem with hands. boneless wings so to speak because they're just chicken nuggets to me and i don't turn into like the um polarizing food nazi guy about it yeah but also like it's just a very bizarre thing to push on someone in addition to lots of money yeah 
It is odd. So, like, um, you know, there, there's that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, great... a long quarantine. Boys, it's been a long will, quarantine. For yeah. sure. I will say, so it's funny you call Gillis After Dark. I've tried that a couple of times. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to have Gillis sessions where it's just we've been drinking and then we decided to just you know turn this on at like 10 o'clock at night. Because mm-hmm. I've done it a couple of times and it always goes pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, it generally goes bad when I'm drinking and no one's recording. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah to have documentation is just bad. <laughs> oh, d- I, yeah. I, um, but I do want to do that. Like, I, I want that to start being like a segment for us, just guiltless after dark. It's just, hey, you know what? Uh, we had a couple drinks. We ran into this person. Boom, we're going to have an episode. Fuck it. Yeah. So that's it, something it we honestly have to... sounds like, like uh, the bang bus porn but just for podcasting. <laughs> yeah. If you did like a porn pod bus bang bus thing where he's like, hey, you want to come talk about like p- your favorite kind of pizza in this van for 45 yeah. minutes? <laughs> That's the, the the one problem with it is uh, one, I, uh, in order for this to happen, I would have to be outside past 9 p.m. and I never am. I know uh, a stripper and a girl on OnlyFans. What? Yeah. There's two separate people. I know two two girls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not the same girl. I know multiple. I know a stripper, and then I know an OnlyFans girl. Okay, well, we gotta talk about that. When How we're many here. OnlyFans accounts are you subscribed to right now? Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't. Um, I I fully support OnlyFans as, as a do platform. I. I, I think it's like the like, it's one of the greatest innovations I think in adult entertainment. Yeah. With um. But man, it's it seems like a Ponzi scheme to get hundreds of dollars a month. I out, agree. Out I I support it. I also don't think everyone has to have one. No, that is okay. <laughs> so you know what it's like to me. Um, let's piss off the adult entertainment community while here we're here. I guess yeah, it's like Peabody. Yeah. Have you ever been to Peabody's Down Under? Uh, a yeah. long time. The ago. local mm-hmm. music venue. Yeah, they would like oh, let yeah, any right the lo- they yeah. would let any local band open. Any band play. So OnlyFans is like the fully democratized, realized dream of adult entertainment where anybody can do it. Yeah. And it's like you could pay to see anybody. Like, you see where I'm going with it? Like, there's just I, a lot of people that publicly... It's not proven as if it's good or... Cutting or, their you, teeth. There's a lot of waste of money in it. And I support it. Like, yeah, I'm not like shitting open likes, on it. but yeah. with nudity. Yeah, you don't know if it's people gonna be that good, shouldn't but be doing porn. Or but doing you know porn. what you're paying. But I, I that, that's but I don't that's know, kind of always been people a thing. Are, people are amateur porn has it. always been a thing. Yeah. To be fair, uh, in, but this is like amateur amateur porn. I wouldn't say what I did is amateur. <laughs> it's different topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it bridges a weird gap. I think this is what appeals to people about it is it bridges a weird gap between these unattainable porn stars that were like. And okay. people that people that you might actually know or want to fucking bang, yeah. And you actually know them watching them do porn. So they're actually, yeah. and, and there is actually an allure to somebody that you actually, because I mean, like if someone that you went to high school with all of a sudden was in porn, you'd be like, well, I gotta see that porn. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, and I think, like, but now now we can see it, and I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's. Oh, 100 percent, I would see it. If it was a dude, I'd be like, I still got. I see don't it. like. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like saying I. I don't. If my porn tastes were were a band, I would say it'd be like Iron Maiden, where I like I prefer like the highest quality production values mm-hmm. and professionalism. 
um, possible. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I don't like be the like only fans corpse. I've signed up. What's up? <laughs> might be like fucking Cannibal Corpse. It'd be terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd That's be like, fine. there's a fan base, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, anyone I went to high school, high school, if they have an OnlyFans, I'm going to watch. I, like, I, I signed up for a couple because it's, you know, it's like... I'm a dude and it's COVID and I was like, let's check this out. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. I don't want it. To, it's always people. I like, it's generally people on Instagram that have like millions of followers mm-hmm. because I live in a state of delusion constantly. It, mm-hmm. yeah. it is. I, I think I've, I've come across a lot. I will say a lot through like the podcast, like people like like request to follow like our page or anything like that. And they're just like, Hey, it's Tammy. I'm from, you know, North Ridgeville. I have an only fans. I'm like, Tammy, Joe, you shouldn't. <laughs> Please I, stop. Like, but okay but i think that's that's the brilliance of it yeah it's, it's like anybody can do it yes and, yeah. and that's again i'm not i'm not gonna if if Tammy, anybody since we're being recorded anybody over the age of 18 can consensually do it yeah so. <laughs> is that every state i don't know uh, actually not, not in france that's I found out France doesn't, have a, France doesn't have a consent age. Ew. They, they, want they might it. not need to because they probably are like well-behaved adults well, that aren't well, fucking maniacs. Well, they want to turn it to 15. That's gross. <laughs> France, <laughs> I just read that. No, I I They're working on turning it to 15. Dude, I'm, like, I'm at that age where like... Even like someone that's in their early 20s, I'm like, that's a fucking child. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I am too. Like, it's, yeah, I'm, not it's, in, I'm not implying anything, but I'm just saying when. Well, it felt for, like, like that, if yeah. you have to get close to, <laughs> yeah. if you have to get close to 18, where you're questioning it, and you're around, you're in your 30s or my age. Yeah. Grow like well, you're, you're, you have a problem. Well, so you're 26. I'm, well, your basement's got to be 21. Right? I'll speak it as a 26 year old. I even society has made me feel that it's weird if I'm attracted to a 21 year old girl. What? No. How do you feel? I'm, oh, I love the twenty-one-year-old girl. I'm like, hell yeah. Why? 21, 26? That's not. Yeah, I know, but that's society, not, But I think it's because no. I look. It's because I look older. I think. But still, I do, but, I will but say your like age you don't is look old, old, but you look older than twenty-six. I look. Yeah. I look like I'm in yeah. like my early thirties. I mean, I've looked like I was. I'm forty-one, but I've looked like I was thirty-four since I was sixteen. Yeah, years old, <laughs> you're one so, of the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're the Greg Oden of. Uh, I like, <laughs> <laughs> You're the Greg Oden of washed up local yeah. band. You're guys. the Greg Oden of like punk and I like yeah. graphic I remember, design. I, I played my my the highlight of my musical career is I played at a band called Ori and I sang. We did a week of uh, weekend of Warp Tour dates. Like we did three dates on Warp Tour. I'm like, I go, this is it, man. I was like, me and Pete Wentz, dude, we're fucking doing it. I was like, 26 <laughs> years. I was 26. No shit. Got in the van, dude. I'm fucking doing it. We're up at six in the morning, lugging instruments through fucking 95 degree heat a yeah. mile to where we're supposed to play. I get out of the van. I'm like, I go, oh man. I was like, there's gonna be so many fucking babes here. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, I go, I go, and I was like, it wasn't why I was there. I wanted to fucking be in a band that did something. Yeah. But also, babes. Mm-hmm. And totally. There wasn't a girl there that was old enough to drive a, a fucking car let alone anyone I even wanted to look at. And I was like, I felt like I was 60 years old. (laughs) Like, I went, like, you know, like, I was like, what the fuck happened to this thing I used to sneak into to see, like, bad religion Mm -hmm. and shit? Yeah. um, So it doesn't shock me that that tour had to close up because a lot of the bands were getting a little gross. Yeah, there was a. I don't know about Warp Tour, but I heard about the Killers. There was something that happened with the Killers. I didn't hear about that. Uh, I read an article. Uh, I forgot what it was under, but it was like a reliable article. It was that the Killers were. They brought a girl. Like they were at a club, 
and they had their VIP like room or something, and they all kept going through the room, and like they were like banging this passed out chick. Oh. And then and then the people working found out, and I guess like didn't do anything about it. And the girl, one of the girl's friends, found out and like told them all to leave, and they dipped. I, I, heard I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, oh, that's, it's, it looks fucked. It, it, that's it, not great. Um, that's that's pretty gross. Uh, I don't know about you. When I have sex, when someone lets me have sex with them, I kind of like them to be awake and yeah. <laughs> wanting, kind of wanting to do it as much as I'm doing it to them. That's yeah. just me. So you're into traditional sex. I'm yeah. into sex. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking. I guess I'm, we're all I'm puritanical that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like my. Sex and porn to me, every time I've been allowed to have it since as early as I can remember, I still think like a teenager where I'm like, I can't believe oh, I'm dude. allowed to have this. It's, yeah. a, it's it, every single time I've had I'm sex. I'm so grateful. And it's, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what went wrong in your life, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, like porn, especially yeah. where I, to this day, when I just look at it, I go, is everyone in the world as amazed as I am that we're just allowed to see this for free yeah. whenever we want? I go, I'm amazed Trump didn't try to take this away from us. Oh, there's that one. Well, then we, then we got to stop jerking off to his wife from the 80s. You mean his daughter? <laughs> oh, is his daughter on there too? No, no, I'm saying like he was, the the the, the joke on Trump is he was sexually attracted oh, to Oh, yeah, because he like kisses her on the mouth too much. She's hot. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, he even said, he said that he's like, if she wasn't my daughter. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what a fucking monster, idiot, dickhead of a person. But like, um, yeah, sex has always been to me like, you're going to let me burden you with my body while John Mayer is playing in the background. It's fucking. <laughs> Mine every. <laughs> always goes Man, back to John always Mayer. Does come back to I got to drop the John Mayer shit. No, yeah. no. You can never drop John Mayer. That you, man can play the guitar it, it's like It's hard. The dude wrote a song. Called your body is a wonderland. wonderland. Does anybody think he wasn't crying, laughing the whole time he recorded <laughs> that thing? Come on, John Mayer is the fucking show. man. He is. Yeah. He's great. John Mayer is great. Again, you guys, if you guys have never seen, look up. Uh, it's him to uh, Alicia Keys. They're him and Alicia Keys are in New York. Like ten minutes long. It's like them two and Questlove. Questlove's on the drums. Oh yeah, John Mayer is like crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why this is a revelation. He's a player. I mean, yeah. he's like he music music musician wise. He's Jennifer Aniston's like, oh my god, this guy's special. Is he banging Jennifer Aniston? I think he though? did. He is good for. He, no, I don't know, not he, anymore. But he has he did. closed some pretty amazing deals in that department. <laughs> I like how you're calling fucking like a really hot famous chick. Like, yeah, he closed a, a business dude. because of something I can't fathom. Like he, I think he, so like he was in Jessica. I, I think he dated Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, my mom, Giada De Laurentiis, for a minute. Yeah, yeah. He that guy has a list of people, and I'm like, really. Dude, you were, <laughs> you were in a band. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I hope your wife's not listening. You probably... No, she hates this podcast. You probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I, when you, just the band thing, even yes, if you look like a complete bridge troll, I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in general, I've seen a lot Good of save. ugly band dudes <laughs> fucking pull. No, I mean... Yeah. The, the, Women, the, they the, have no business pulling. Yeah. No. I, do, I, I remember girls talking to me after shows, like, hey, that was awesome. I was like, I don't know why, but yeah, let's keep going. I remember yeah. there was a chick that sang for this band, and she was gorgeous. And this is when I was just a screaming guy in a metalcore band. I mean, I looked like skinny Guy Fieri with no goatee in Hell a metalcore yeah. band. And I remember, like, she played a show. It was Peabody's. So there was 
two shows going on at once on two different stages. So, like, we played on the smaller stage, a completely different sh- show, and she was playing, like, I think on the bigger stage. So then, uh, of course, I, like, fucking ham-handedly talk my way into a conversation with her. And then, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, talk to her about her band. And then she, like, I had at, the, at this point, I think, like, three tattoos. And she just, like, touches my tattoos. She goes, are you in a band? And I go... You can't be in a band and do the are you in a band thing. You're literally the person. I go, I, I think you're into me right now, but you can't, you don't have to do this. You're like in a band. Did she do it? And you're hot. No, of course not. I fucking. I was, man. I, of course I did. Of course I did. Oh my God. I was, it sounds like the person's like, oh, it's the life, holy grail. Life is about. Success is about the failure you're willing to embrace along the way, and I've failed so so many times. Oh, I have yeah. way more failures than I have successes. But I, I yeah. do remember the uh, when I first discovered women musicians. It's a fucking game changer, man. Yeah. For so- something about like you know you like you play, you know you play like whatever like seven song set. You get off stage, then another band gets up there, and it's a singer or a bass player, or a guitar player, a fucking triangle i don't give a shit and i'm just like why am i so into this and i was and it was awesome it's for uh, i mean it's it's a talent attractive yeah it's so it's one thing to be like girl to good voice (sighs) okay like i'll steal a line from john mayer he said something about like true beauty where he's like being beautiful is like different than being hot he's like otherwise it's just congratulations about your face yeah you know like it's we're all uh, everybody's drawn to like surface beauty and hot chicks and 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 hotness, but like it's at that second level when you start seeing somebody who you find incredibly attractive doing something that you love and also do, that's a that's yeah. another level. That's how why many I'm John Mayer professional CDs wrestling women? <laughs> um, how many? Um, the what's the fifteen copies of the one with your body? Is that makes sense. yeah, it's just yeah. the same. Wore out. <laughs> I have seven vinyl and three CDs. Uh, well, guys, a couple cassettes. Fellas, it's Valentine's Day. Can't imagine spending it with anybody else. No. Oh no, beautiful. Brian's saying that he has to go because his lady's waiting for him. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that too. I, I, mean, I did I, my Valentine's Day. I could Friday. be here all day too, but yeah, I, I think no. It's cool. But if it's I cool. take away my lady, this this day is wonderful with you two gentlemen. Thanks. Oh, this was this was good. Real quick, so wh- I, I, where can everyone find your stuff? Okpants.com. I mean, if anybody actually visits websites anymore, social media is at okpants. Okpants. Instagram, Twitter. So, um, I, it's safe to say I'm pretty active on there. Uh, and uh, yeah, check it out. What you got going? Uh, Aside from your phantom show that may or may not happen. Yeah, tonight? I got it. Well, I'm on a show tonight. I don't know all the details, but I know I'm on it, and it's virtual, so I know I'm going to be doing it. Um, but yeah, no, I got. Um, I think I'm twist. Actually, if you want to do an open mic, uh, there's, you probably know Dwayne Duke. He does a Monday show at Twist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing that on Monday. It's not a big deal. I'm just gonna have fun. I guess it's a row show. It's honestly know. more appealing to me if I to to know that there probably won't be a lot of people there if there can't be. Yeah. To Mondays get, kick the rust. Oh, yeah. remind me about that too. I want to go to that. Yeah, that. I'm gonna go Monday. That should be fun. Uh, um, yeah, the the open mic at LVT. It's fun, but uh, I'm freaking out because curfew's over and. 
and that's fucking scary. Speaking of kicking the rust off, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's that's freaky. That, that I love place. the curfew because it didn't affect me when it was in play or not. Well, I'll yeah. say this. <laughs> I'll say this. I was I was at uh, High and Dry, one of my favorite bars. Uh, um, yeah. Kara's was a great bartender. Great too. place. Yeah, Kara they, um, Kara's great, and um, they closed. I believe at twelve thirty last night. So they're like kind of doing a slow ramp up to that's, fucking sloppy hours. That's smart. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's like people still aren't. It's not a super spreader affair. People aren't yeah. storming the gates to get in there. So LVT is a different monster. I'm hoping they do that, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I gotta get back out there, man. Yeah, I, I, I would I, love to. Totally. Yeah, let me. Is know, it I, show up, go up, or do I gotta hit you? Hit for you LVT, before? if you just show up, yeah. Okay, I'll do like, that. I'll get you on. Uh, but if you do other shows, let me know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got that. I got a virtual show tonight. Uh, I believe it's for the. Uh, um, it might start at seven or eight. I don't know. It's probably too late to promote it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we're working on bringing back. Funk yeah. And shit. So uh, March twenty sixth, Brian and I are going to be doing another show at Funkin' and Ship. Uh, live show uh, lineup will be announced soon. Um, but uh, just uh, we'll, we'll email and make sure that we post about everything. But uh, it was co- uh, confirmed actually right before uh, Pant showed up, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll get everything out to everybody. But uh, tickets will be available soon. Uh, should be like probably like six bucks. Yeah. Uh, get a couple of good comics. Real good show, and it's going to be distance just like always. So uh, uh, I don't have anything else. Called. I live here. Um, the, the, <laughs> you, you, full you, time. I live here full time. Come to my house. Uh, the address yeah. is. <laughs> He's got his participation uh, trophy. So, uh, <laughs> probably post this tonight. I'll tag you in it. You can promote if you want. Absolutely. And then, uh, check out uh, Closing Time podcast with myself and Tony Coast as well. Go through uh, some of his stories for addiction and sobriety. And uh, that's it. Dude, thanks for coming, man. We really appreciate yeah. it. This is a lot of fun. This really was a lot of fun. Really good time. Um, this turned into... The thing that we always want these to turn into is just a fun conversation that we can just... I mean, like you just said, if if Brian wasn't in trouble with his girlfriend and you had somewhere to be, I could sit here for five, six hours doing this. Yeah, because well, his wife's upstairs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm down to come down again. You know, hey, try, no, no, try no, to piss off yeah, another no, segment of the martial arts community. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as we kind of smooth that over, we'll... Uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. Well, I will t- I'm going to message Vlad as soon as we're done oh, here. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Tell him I said hi. But yeah, I do appreciate you coming, man. We'll definitely have you back on because yeah. you can just come in and flow with anything because there's still a ton of yeah. stuff to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, we, we have a lot. Barely talked about my actual work. I yeah, think, but we have it's just a fine. We have a lot more we could easily talk yeah, about. We'll do sure. it. We'll do it. I'm down. Cool. Thank All you. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Happy Valentine's Day and good luck to you, fuckers. <laughs>